guys, welcome to another episode of the Ali Show, and today we have a very special guest, Mr. Carlos Albert, professional MMA fighter, former King in the Ring champion, two-time champion. Man, the list goes on. Anyway, Carlos, brother, how are you? Good, thank you, brother. Um, How's your day been? Awesome, Ali. Thank you. I understand bro, you've had you know, a... First of all, bro, I, I actually, the whole time I thought you were Fijian, bro, <laughs> until I asked you earlier. <laughs> yeah, I think I get that quite a bit. A lot of uh, a lot of the boys ask me that because I think um a lot of uh, Fijians that I know I used to play rugby with as well. Um, very positive people. You're a very positive person. Um, not even just here, but like outside of the you know yeah, training been, and stuff. I've met so. a few of them as well, and they always seem to be very happy, yeah. cheerful, and, and like, I think that's where positive. I kind of kind of got my thing from as well. And, and, <laughs> and the fact you look Fijian too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I oh, get that. Also, I, okay, what's this though? As a, as a, uh, re- religious. Or? They, man, it's like um, it is an, an encouraged, bro. But I think there was a, a period where I grew out the beard, and I, it just kind of stuck with me, bro. Then, I yeah. like the look, you yeah. know. Like I, I've, I've never, like um, you know, when I was younger and all that, I've never really kept the beard. Yeah. And then when I kept it, like I don't know, maybe it's age, maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, I mean, religious point of view, it is encouraged as well to have a beard. But I don't know, maybe it makes you oh, wiser. You look, well, you're in the MMA scene now. When you look at a lot of the MMA fighters. A lot of them mm. do have the same beard and the the shave here. Is, is that right? The, 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 the stash as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh. oh well, they have that shaved as well. Oh yeah. I think yeah, the guy that yeah. I'm fighting next, um, he's got the same thing. He's got yeah. the beard here and he's got. The but yeah, I saw his photo and he in that photo there was a huge flat top as well. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he's about he's about junior fast height, bro. So really? he's, he's quite long. I think he's, he's very. I think he's one of the longer, um, and longer reach, in longer reach in Ooh. UFC. So. Um, he's very long, and yeah, that'll be pretty like, interesting too. We'll yeah. get we'll, we'll get to the um, UFC um, yeah. upcoming fight in a while. Mm. Um, I'd like to talk about that as well. That'll be pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, you've um, I said you had a, a, a like a, a quite a gruesome uh, training session today, which is the infamous spider, the spider man, the, the thing spider. that we by the by let's say by Thursday after. <laughs> Yeah, by no, actually after Wednesday night, it's like okay, we've done a hard session on Wednesday night, <clears throat> and then I'm like, okay, um, I'm I'm already thinking about Sunday, which is a spider, <laughs> you know, because it's like ah, oh, okay, Wednesday's done, but one. I'm already thinking about Sunday. But the thing is, like the way I I like to put it now is since I've been doing the spider, is throughout the week, throughout the weeks, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's 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 because the Sunday is like a simulated fight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to the Sunday, you're working hard as you can, and then that's conditioning you for the um, for the spider one. for the spider. Ooh, so yeah, spider um, session, yeah. everything is like we're working hard, working hard, so that you're conditioned for the Sunday, which is our simulator for the fight, right? Wow. So that's how how I've um, been putting it as of late. And and in that um, you know, for those who don't know what the spider is about, like. Tell us, in your experience, what what is a spider about? Like, right. Well, right. Without giving out too much information, yeah. <laughs> without giving out too much information, um, it's basically a simulator of a fight. We're getting beaten up for the amount of rounds that we're doing in our fight. So I'm doing three five minute rounds, and um, I'm basically doing the kinds of workouts that we we'll be doing, or kinds of um, situations yeah, situations that we've been mm. put in in an MMA fight. And um, we're not getting let off very easily, and it's very good to have fresh guys who come in and and um, full of energy, as full well. of energy, put you down on your butt, and then um, you'll have to try and fight it. Uh, in a fight, you may not have uh, the guys 
so that your opponents, yeah, yeah, your your opponents going easy on you, um, and also won't have that amount of um, energy. energy at the time. But when you're gonna when you're fighting through this with your teammates, that's what's gonna help you through uh, through the fight that you're you're preparing for, right? Yeah, so, that's awesome. What yeah. a better you know I couldn't imagine a better way of preparing yourself for yeah. a, for a fight where you're gonna go to war. You know, I know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Carlos, um, for those who, man, I'm, I'm pretty sure almost everybody who's going to watch this already knows who you are. But for those who don't, how would you give uh, like a brief introduction about yourself? Um, brief introduction. Um, mm. Carlos Oberg. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, Carlos Oberg. <laughs> What's up? That's a, that's a punchline there. That's a, Carlos Oberg, go find out who I am. Nah, yeah, well, okay. So I, um, I grew up in South Auckland um, with many of us in South Auckland or in New Zealand grew up with the mentality of I want to be an all black so I grew up playing rugby union playing rugby um, at school and playing all sorts of sports actually Um, so throughout my times of school I played basketball, volleyball, touch rugby, softball. I put, I did everything to to join any of those sport groups in my, uh, in my school for my school, um, and represent my school. So, <clears throat> I think that all led to me in my athleticism now, and uh, as along with um, not staying inside watching TV, I would prefer to climb trees, be outside in nature, throw the ball around, play catch by myself or something like that so um i enjoyed a lot of my time outdoors hey guys ali here just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast we appreciate your love and your support if you're not already on board please do follow us on here and share it with your friends and family if you prefer a visual experience our videos are actually up on youtube at the ali channel please don't forget to subscribe like and share and leave a comment or feedback if you like and also you can follow us on our socials at the underscore Ali underscore channel for Instagram and on our Facebook page at the Ali channel. We'll see you soon and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. How did you get the energy, Carlos, to get involved in all that stuff? (laughs) All that stuff? Oh, man, honestly. What were you uh, you guys, you know? I think it's just the luck of the draw. God created us all just differently, man. But, um... I'm I'm fortunate, gra- grateful that I'm who I am, and I, I am always grateful for for the abilities that I have, man. So I'm, I'm lucky enough that well, I guess I I tend to burn my energy very quickly. So well, I got a very high metabolism, quick fi- uh, metabolism. So um, uh, I don't know how that all comes into play and why and what, but I think I guess, I guess it just makes everything easy. It just mm. I have a very good, um, I have a very good gene pool, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think like <clears throat> that's the thing. Um, you know, it's you always see all the Islander boys like they always have this, you know, talents and skills, and they they just seem to be doing it easier than everybody else. Mm. But the other thing that I think people need to understand as well that you guys work hard very hard mm. like it's it just having talent is another yep but if you don't put that hard work that talent's of no use 100 percent. yeah and uh, that's you know like people i think sometimes people get like jealous you know it's human nature but you know they don't really 
look at the whole picture mm. you know they break it up and dissect this all this little thing they find yeah. out what you guys are doing mm. but yeah but if there's anything i know from the all the all the poly boys you know islander boys that i've met is these guys like you guys work hard mm. you know to get where you are mm. but um you know i just want to go back a little bit and you were saying you playing rugby and all of that yeah um, i understand you played uh, in rugby league and all that for a while tell us about that yeah uh, yep. period uh well like i said we all wanted to be all blacks uh, when we were younger i played rugby for a bit i represented uh why well, i started with uh, something we call the walter dixon and roller mills mm. and that's where i started to see myself um wanting to be an all black and and seeing that i could actually be an all black as a youngster so i mm, i played for a couple of years i did very well at it and then i wanted something different and then i went into volleyball <laughs> and from uh, to to volleyball where i met quite a few other good friends and i was taken under the wing by a good friend messi sachu who uh, took mm, me under his me, wing yeah. shout out messi who uh, took me under his wing uh, as a volleyball player i started playing for school and then um went joined his club called the players and they were one of the best at the time um representing new zealand or rep sorry representing auckland and um playing nationals and doing really well as well so um i played volley volleyball volleyball at school and um for the club as well wow. so um and i did pretty pretty well at it i um uh, that i guess uh, that with playing that i built a lot of athleticism around there um being able to use my height and my jump and all that sort of thing so um yeah were you always a tall kid or bro <clears throat> i only started growing at it at well i think I started growing just after intermediate school. I told uh -huh. my told one of my best friends at the time, Joel, who um I was walking to walking home after school. I said, "Bro, next year I'm going to be taller than you." By the time we came next year, I was taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I think I just grew um within the space of 2 months very quickly. Wow. Very quickly. So I wasn't very tall until the until I went into college. And then okay. I started growing very quickly. Very wow. quickly where it was my height and my build started to build so i was when i was younger i was a small skinny fella who couldn't save himself <laughs> or anything but then um but i was a very athletic kid as well at the same mm. time so um yeah bro coming out from south you're playing rugby every day it's yeah it's, it's rough it's rough we're playing on the streets and playing like, on the concrete you know you know being in rugby and all that like was it a thing that you have to be huge Mm, mm. you'd have to bulk up oh bro and <laughs> man so um when you're playing at school we're playing on the concrete man and then like this is almost like um what's that what's that game where you, uh, uh rush uh what's that one um bull rush so it's kind of like bull rush okay. but we're all playing against the form form what is it uh year 13s where you're where you're 11s at the time we're challenging the year 13s wow. and we're going hard at them so it's like a hundred guys on the field with the board like running it straight up getting smashed oh, so we my. had to we had to hold our own at the time and we backed each other up like it was year levels versus year levels that's how it went in, in south Auckland where i grew up so um <laughs> you had to be big at some point but you had to be strong and i think um for myself everyone knew that i was um Well actually I only some a selected few knew that I knew how to fight at the time. Okay. <laughs> I, I could always hold my own run. This this all led back to another story going back in um primary school 
uh, which I'll tell you about later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, bro, uh, you definitely had to be big and just to make sure you you were able to hold yourself when you when you jumped into the into the rugby. Wow, that's um, a pretty that's a pretty tough environment because like when you're fighting against the other levels <laughs> as well, you're always disadvantaged. You know, being the younger guys because mm. these guys have had the experience and they yeah. probably learned their lessons and they're mm. trying to bulk up but as we, well. We had we had some really really tough guys in our year level as well who could who could smash those guys in the year 13s bro <laughs> honestly so, so um we backed each other up mm. and if if um anyone in the year 13s tried to pick up on any one of our guys we'd all just jump in like nah you leave us alone you know mm. so we took over man yeah. is that loyalty that 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 year well because yeah 100 because we all come up together we all come exactly. up from like close around the same school um intermediate and then we all knew each other so mm. we're like okay we're going to college next year we need to look after each other exactly and then man. um you gotta be the knew, meat you know you gotta be the meat you had to you had oh, to you know a no bro so you had to look after yourself you had to look after each Your other as well, yeah. and um actually when i went into hillary college um from intermediate i had some beef with some guy who <laughs> some, some guy who uh, i don't know i i don't know what happened i walked past his shoulder bars each other and he was he was in college i was in intermediate turned around i walked up to him and he just decked me and i was like Ooh. oh got massive <laughs> a massive cut on my lip oh, and then shit. i didn't do anything i just should i just stood there like oh okay i just walked off i was like i'm not messing with this guy <laughs> and then oh, um, and then i went back, went into the school and then um i was like oh okay better just walk the way walk the yeah. other way with this guy so probably uh <laughs> man i think he, if he bumps into you today it might be the other way around <laughs> He might not want to get into a confrontation <laughs> there, but you know, you know who you are. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, talking about you said you were, you had the story about um, back in primary, was it? I had oh yeah. yeah okay, so the story back in primary school. So when um uh when I was in East, East Tamaki East Tamaki Primary, so okay. there was a big group of us, a few of us, and I know Charlie. If you're here listening, you he's the trainer of us at CKB. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, but um. Uh, and John Johnny Vakin knows him as well from Otara. A few of us, uh, there's about a good thirty of us who'd um, who were troubled, were troubled kids who just wanted some extra fun after school. You know, yeah. <laughs> extra fun, <laughs> extra, is you extra call it, like, <laughs> curriculums <laughs> after school. So every time after school, we'd gather up together. We'd either we'd do something, uh, you know, Ooh. get up to mischief. Um, and some at some point, we formed a big fight club. Oh, massive fight okay. club, and there was about fifteen on fifteen, bro. We, it was just one on one, so it was one on ones, but there was like big groups of fifteen and fifteen on this side, and on each each day you'd swap swap um swap teams. if you wanted to so oh, okay. swap teams they just yeah. go oh you on this side you on this side whatever okay. yeah. it's just like a rugby game, <laughs> but it was a fight one on ones, and um, bare knuckle. Bare knuckle fights, bro. Bare knuckle, yeah. And this is where I started to fight. This is everything. This is where I started. Everything yeah. started I, from I this point. The story is very similar to a lot of it. Can really? relate. Very well. This is where I started because we formed the big, um, big fight club. I even had cousins on my on the other team. Wow. Who I was uh, lucky I didn't get to fight them because it was just like uh, I'm not yeah. Gonna, and I actually lived with my cousins at the time too, <laughs> but we were just like swearing at each other like stop yeah. <laughs> and get into a one-on-one with some other guys and yeah. but that's that was so cool because that brought our adrenaline up that that um mm. kept us away from from doing other things you know what i mean yeah, um yeah. but we do so many other things like uh just play rugby get, go play at the pool where we're not we're not supposed to be there that's um, where all my fighting stemmed from that's where 
I knew how to, I could take a punch. That's where I, I figured out that, oh, damn, I've got some hands. My dad used to be a boxer. Ooh. And every, because I used to go and visit him every second weekend from here. So I'll go visit him and I'll be like, oh, dad, I got into a fight and I beat this guy. And he's like, son, don't be. Like, yeah, but I fought and I'm just trying to impress him and stuff yeah. like that. But um, every Trying to build that connection. Yeah, with dad, eh? yeah. But I, 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 um, I think that's where it all stemmed from. And that's where I start to build my confidence and and being able to fight, being able to take a punch, being able to um hold myself, man, and and I, I cried a lot. I that, that's for sure because I fought some big guys at the time too. I would imagine I cried a lot. <laughs> I didn't lose very much. I think I've I've only lost. So okay, how 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 did the fight go? Is it like? Is there a, a, a amount of time, or is it till somebody gets I think, dropped? I think it's it until uh, until someone gives up. So wow. uh, I remember one fight where we're just hammering hammering at each other, and one other guy is one of my mates is fighting his brother, and then we end up swapping. We're like, okay, you go to him. So I ended up swinging at this other guy, and he's taking him, and then uh, they ended up, and he ended up crying oh. and and bleeding at the same. And so he was like, nah, he walked yeah. off. And yeah. that was it. It was just like that. That's it. Okay. It's just if you cry and you and you're, you're, you you're dry, bleeding. You know, you're bleeding. I think once you see you're bleeding, you start crying. Yeah. Once you see you're you bleeding, that's how I lost my fight. Is mm. I started bleeding, and I was like, "What? This little guy, like this guy that I fought, yeah. small dude, uh, at one time, and he just cracked me." And I was like, "What? Well, I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> I started crying, bro. So, so I left that. I left that fight. But I think that was a." Uh, the 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 second time that I never really came back to a fight. And you know fight. what's the, the funny part about all this is like you're all fighting each other, but then you're all still mates after that. And, oh, the, bro. and yeah. the next day you're yeah. all back again yeah. and yeah. doing the same yes. thing again. Playing rugby or something, <laughs> just just doing something stupid, going to the pools, mm -hmm. hanging out, just this voice having fun. Graffiti. <laughs> well, man, if you if you think about it, like man, I, I I personally I feel that it would be so much better to be doing that. Rather than like maybe you're going out, you know, getting Causing, involved. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, doing stuff that will get you like in real, real trouble. Hundred percent. You know, yeah, in trouble with the law exactly. or whatever it might be. Yeah. That's that's way better, bro. Yeah. Only yeah. thing was, I would have it would have been better to have gloves. <laughs> that would be <laughs> for oh, starters. That would uh, be you know that would be yeah. way better to have gloves. Yeah. But man, that's a um, you know that's a pretty cool. Have you done something? Have you, I'm sure you would have. Like, you tell me some of <laughs> you can't get away with it. Telling like, me some of your fight stories. Bro. Some of the some of the interesting ones like. Uh, um, how <laughs> you usually you wouldn't I think you wouldn't be uh, okay certain situations with your friends you know you have spars with your friends yeah. like, same thing bare knuckle and that crap um, but then there were when we where we uh, where we were from our schools we had a little bit of rules so like no face you know sometimes some people it's like okay I don't wanna no I don't, face no face so yeah. just body or, or uh -huh. whatever um. Or, you know, sometimes they say, okay, is this boxing or kickboxing or whatever? Yeah. No legs, you know, or yeah. they'll, they'll make rules as you go. And like, yeah, so there were times where you'd fight till somebody's dropped. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes that can go on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's the crazy ones. Um, and then there were, there were times where um, we probably shouldn't be encouraging this, but <laughs> we, we were probably smoking at that time and all that. So somebody would smoke a cigarette. So yeah. you'd be... You'd be fighting for yeah. as long as that yeah. cigarette lasted. Oh wow! You know, so that's one. That's a fight. How mm. long a cigarette lasts? And uh, someone can, if someone wants to be a dick, they'll just wait, bro. That's really <laughs> it. And that's what they do. You know, like if they don't yeah, like you, or it depends who you're fighting. And like, you're not always. You see, you're not always that's as lucky. Sometimes, like they, these people might hate you or whatever, yeah. and you might be the a few of you of your boys, and like mm. there was huge numbers of them. Yeah. If they're holding the cigarette. 
it's gonna take a while. True. You know? Wow. So there was like all these little things, and um, there were times where, like, even if you if you've been dropped, if you hurt, like, you they wait for you to come up and carry on. Ah, uh, yes, but so, so a bit of respect there, where you're not. Yeah, you're not being hit on the ground, mm, yeah, so they wait um, for you to come up. Once awesome. you back up, carry on. Yeah, and this is in Singapore, yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, like you know, there was all and. Like, you know, like what you said yourself, you know, there was a period where you was quite small and there was a period that I was really small as well. So yeah. all my friends would usually be taller, bigger, mm. wider than me and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So like sometimes, you know, when in situations where you had a group of boys, another group of boys and like, okay, this guy wants to fight somebody and they want to pick somebody to fight with, yeah. I'll be always the guy that pick <laughs> oh, wow. because I was the smaller guy. Yeah. Ah, I get it. But yes. then the... The screwed up part about that is like out of like me and my group of friends that like I was the one who could who really knew how to fight more than these other boys, bro. Yeah. So yeah. chances are, although they're bigger than me, yeah. I usually just fight them anyway. Uh, and chances are, they you know I I know my way around not getting like beaten up yeah. and landing and not getting hit. Yeah. So I think I I, I picked um there was a there was a a, a certain stage where. Like, you know, there I was the always the smaller kid, bro. And yeah. in the beginning, I always got the heavier end of the really? punishment, bro. You awesome. Know? So I always got like the, there was, I always got like, and then after a while, I was like, man, I kept getting like beat up. I kept getting, you know, it's like smashed hard by this bigger boy. It's yeah. like, I, I gotta, I'm small. Yeah. I know. Yeah. How can I use this to my advantage? Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do? I'm faster. Mm-hmm. I can move a little bit more quicker. Yeah. And like all these little things, I started to piece things together and I used it to my advantage, you know. Mm. And because like that's as a as a someone who's smaller. And it's not like, you know, if you talk about professional fighting, you have weight classes and all of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Because yeah. you're fighting with a guy who's the same size <laughs> yeah. as you. But yeah. back then, there's no rules, bro. It's jungle yeah. out there, man. Like yeah. they just fight whoever they want. Where, where does that stem from then? Like are you, do you have family that would have been fighters as well? Uh, um, man, Cause you I, train now, huh? you train yeah, do, you yeah, do boxing yeah. with some of the team here. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Like back then, I th- I don't know. Like my family, not really. Um, my brothers were were into uh, well, my second brother, he was like into rock climbing and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But I think out of like my siblings, I was probably like the one who liked to fight and you know all yeah. that stuff. They were not into all of that. But I don't know, maybe it's just like the group of people uh, that yes. you were with and yeah. it, it was maybe it's the environment, the the, um, the location of like the schools, the area. And I was, cause I, I went to a school in a pretty ghetto area yep. there nice. as well. So like, that's the kind of area where you kind of have to look after yourself, you know, like nobody's mm-hmm. going to help you, you know, you're not going to, no teacher or whoever exactly. principal is going to help you. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, it's like this, it's like street rules mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I think that was where it kind of built that in me. Like I had to fucking, you had to take care of yourself, yeah. you yeah. know, and yeah. similar to uh, what you experienced as well. <laughs> but anyway, enough about that. <laughs> My yeah. stories, is way too many stories. We're getting through that some other time. But um, sure, yeah, so Ali. Carlos, from... <clears throat> Um, yeah, so from rugby and all that, yeah. how did that switch into combat sports? Mm. When did it? Yeah, so uh, after after volleyball, um, for a couple of years I was playing and um, I needed something more fulfilling. And um, that's when I went to rugby union to play club at this oh, time. Okay. Yeah. And then... Um, Sorry, rugby league, rugby league, mm. rugby league, and I, uh, I was playing for a good 
three or three years or so for Odahu Leopards. And this one, t- I was doing pretty well. I played for counties as well. But this one time, I played a game against Howick. And a lot of the guys here who are watching this, who, who, who will yeah. know this, will know this, where yeah. there was a televised fight. And I ended up th- breaking some knees in a fight. So this fight broke loose, massive fight on the field where everyone just jumped in. And I went in and I was throwing knees because at the time I was I was learning some MMA. <laughs> I was learning MMA. So I went in and I was just throwing knees. But everyone was throwing haymakers, dropping yep. everyone, dropping each other. And um, I went in. But in my defense, I was actually trying to break up some other, like a little guy. Lenati, if you're watching this, I was trying to break him up with this other guy, bigger guy. So I was trying to break his hands loose with my knees. Honestly. Because <laughs> I was just right. There was both like, of them. And I, like, I was just I like breaking, his, breaking his hands loose. Yeah. He was a bigger guy against one of our smaller dudes. And then um, I got six weeks, six weeks suspension, suspension. for that. And everyone, everyone else got clean. Like everyone was punching, smashing, dropping people, what? and I was, and I didn't do. I just bro, like breaking. I just look because it looked different. Yeah. On tele, yeah. on television as well. Oh, is the angle, bro? It's, it's the, the angle, bro. It's the angle. It's the angles. It's just, it just looked bad. I think it just looked very, very bad. Mm. I mean, I can't throw a knee right now, <laughs> but, but, but I, you know, ended up throwing, throwing knees in a like rugby league game. Mm. And then when I got, um, because that was the year where I thought, okay, I'm gonna make it this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trial for the Warriors. I'm gonna do this, and now this is what's gonna happen. I'll make the finals, and and then I'll, I'll have uh, people watching me. Mm-hmm. But that after that, I got sent off for six weeks, and that was, oh, um, damn. that was terrible for me, bro. I. I ended up uh, going to judiciary. They sent me my six weeks, and I ended up crying. I was like, "Man, please, like, I'll get like you know whatever it is that I need to do." I said, "Nah, you're gonna have six weeks off," and I was like, "Oh, I was ter- I was that's six weeks is like tormented, 40. bro." And yeah. that was my dream gone. And I was like, "Okay, I've, if I'm not gonna do this in rugby league and make it, I'm gonna try and make the use of." So I started training during that six week. Mm. I started training more, and um, in boxing, I started turning up more to um. To trainings with another guy named um, Joe Alberg. Oh, now Joe Alberg, same last name as me. He's a f- um, family member um, who I only just met at um, at the time, okay. and um, he gave me the keys. Me and my cousin the keys to his gym, um, Green Bay Boxing Gym, and he said, "If you ever want to train, you come. You, you you just use this gym whenever you want." So um, for a good year or so, I fought under him. I had a couple fights. I trained whenever I wanted to. Me and my cousin, and I was so happy that he gave me the keys, man, because I needed somewhere to train. I needed to, you know, hit the bag and and get loose, and um, I used that place and I used it very well. Um, and then he introduced me. He he realized that I I think I you know he's seen a bit of potential in me, and um, he knew that I had the fire, and and I told him my aspirations and where I wanted to be. Mm. So he said, okay, he he couldn't really look after them me in that sense because I th- the level that i wanted to go to was a bit, bit higher mm-hmm. than his um his capabilities because he had work he had kids and stuff like that so um he introduced me to lolo Hemuli. we had coffee and um and i can't I, I will not forget this because i walked into the gym and um i seen hemi hemi licky uh, Sam Rapira, they were all sparring. And I looked, I looked at, I was looking around. Okay, I'll suss them out. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Hemi. Oh, I looked at Hemi, and uh, I didn't know him at the time. I was just like, oh yeah, I could take that guy. Like, yeah, all good. He's a lot smaller than me, bro. When I had my first sparring with that guy, I swear, man, that guy can smack. He can hit. He's, He's got the a most heavy power. puncher. The heat. They call him the heat for 
for a reason, bro. Hit me the heat. <laughs> but you know what? That taught me so much, and I'm so thankful that Lola put me in with with um Hemi so quick, so much because it taught. I needed to learn my inside. I was trying to hop around like Muhammad Ali, and that's because he was uh, Muhammad. I looked up to him, and I was trying to you know move around, and then Hemi would just come in and boom, 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 and I'm like, oh wow! If I'm gonna, <laughs> if I'm gonna be inspiring yeah. this guy, I need to learn my war uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to to what do you call it? Perform the war, mm-hmm. which uh, Lola would call. And then um, from there, my inside game um, became a lot, a lot better. And um, from then, man, I, I I started to to give up rugby league. And um, I said, okay, I won't come back this season. I'm gonna continue, um, or I will start my my journey with with boxing. And then um, there you have it, bro. I started boxing and wow. and, uh, and yeah, city. And that was was that Balmoral Liga or City Liga? Uh, Balmoral Liga um, under City Boxing. City so boxing. we were training at City Boxing, but it was still under um, Lolo Hemuli's Balmoral Liga. Mm. Man, yeah. Lolo Hemuli definitely one of the legends in the yeah. uh, fight sport in New yeah. Zealand, yeah. which uh, we've had him on. We've we've had the pleasure to um, do a podcast with him, and 100%. that man has so much, you know, so much wisdom, so, so many much. stories, and mm. there's just so much. And and I like how he. He's like um, a true martial artist, yeah. you know, as as they call it. Like he studies the he game. He studies very the game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Um, well, he another t- t- quick little tip on Lolo is his um <laughs> his bag. He was the very first person to ever wear that bag, and everyone else is wearing the bag. You know, all this. I I think I got my the role model. I started I started wearing the bag after him. Yeah. So I seen he was wearing the bag. Everyone in the UFC because I used to travel with them sometimes with Mark Hunt and stuff, and everyone used to ask that was the thing what is in your bag and why have you got this bag everyone used to ask that and then from that that trip on i i just started wearing the bag too i yeah. was like okay, i'm gonna wear this bag. It's, cool. <laughs> it's actually quite handy because he's got all his medicine yeah you got, got all your stuff in there it's Everything. easy to access you know and I, now you see everyone's yeah that, and, and that's you know that that's funny like uh people um i have one of those like gregory it's it's like a gregory bag and mm-hmm. then you can chuck all your stuff into your yeah. wallet and it's just easy yeah. to access yeah, bro. Yeah, you just yeah. bring that wherever i don't <laughs> i don't have to shove like so much stuff in my wallet yeah, pot, and bro and you know you know what i mean like sometimes we carry like you want to carry a bottle of water yeah. or like some yeah. stuff you gotta have a, a, yeah. a bag that you can yeah shove every little every, everything you else, can't be yeah. carrying 10 things in our hands <laughs> man you know because um, like, yeah you tend to lose everything i lose my keys all the time bro, so. after i had that bag i never lost anything <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the last time i lost anything yeah true. it's just so handy and yeah. you know like you have people who, who joke around about it like oh mm. you know you're carrying around your fanny pack whatever yeah. and then bro you go yeah, out together yeah. and like hey bro can you hold my hold on to my wallet <laughs> for me what do you mean bro, 100%, bro. yes <laughs> now you are <laughs> the fanny bag <laughs> oh man but um yeah so Belmore Liga yeah. you know and, and you kind of went further and uh, you mentioned a little bit about like traveling with Lolo mm-hmm. um, going to corner uh, like the boys in the UFC and at that time would be Mark Hunt yeah. and uh, I don't know if you if you've heard it or um, I mean that you I would imagine you wouldn't like go out and talk about this stuff because that's just not how it goes. Yeah. But there was an interview that uh, Mark Han did recently, and he was talking about your debut on the uh, Dana White Contender series. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mark Han was telling about you know how uh, you, you know he was telling about telling his views on you and all that. And um, he said, like, people really need to look out for this guy. You know, he did a camp with you. Mm. Um, you were helping him for his camp or whatever. Mm. And um, you actually broke his nose. 
Oh, in, yeah. <laughs> leading up to the fight, he told that everyone was, that. That was sad. That was sad. <laughs> nah, you know what happened, man? He's he's sparring us like it's just like spider, right? Mm. So he's sparring us, and and, and you know we're we're swapping over like a shark tank, mm. basically. And um, I ended up just crack just a just a quick mm. two to a straight to his nose, and then um, he's tired, obviously, mm. you know, mm. and it starts bleeding. But then what happens after that is so the Hulk <laughs> ends oh. up so the Hulk oh. ends up going oh, on top as well, starts hitting him. But nah, yeah, it's, it's, he was so tired, bro. And um, fatigue kicks fatigue, in. Yeah. And it's not maybe maybe it could have been like wow, you were trying, he was coming in as yeah, well. Exa- that's and exactly like how it happened. Shh. It double was your fault, Mark. There. It was your yeah. fault. Uh, yeah, he's he's lovely, man. How's that? How's that experience? The camps, like, bro. Honestly, man, he is the mm. most amazing guy ever. And one day I'll repay him, and I hope that we'll all get to get together again. And the groups that he's he's organized for us, he he sent myself, Bam Bam, the the tougher brothers, Salby. We all went over together, and we had camps over in Australia. He we, he he'd pay for everything everything and and on top of that he'd make sure he'd give us some money to support you know so that we could su- support ourselves back home and and over there as well um and he did that i think i went on about seven or eight of his camps bro wow. and 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 every single one of them he'd look after the yeah, boys he looked after the boys man and man he just he did it he just op- openly did everything for us he just treated you guys He's, like family yeah, yeah bro. and that's like mm. man that's so awesome to you know, usually fighters they don't talk about this stuff, you know. Yeah. But when you know you yourself being part of that and you sharing what he's done, yeah, that's awesome. You know, like you look after your 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 Samoan, the, your Islander boys. You yeah. know, like your boys who, I think he can he, obviously he when he looks at all of you guys, like his younger brothers. You know, mm-hmm. like and he sees and supports and he understands. Um, you guys have this goal and you want to get yes. there, and he wants yeah. to help. Man, how how. Well, when when you have someone like that who does something like that for for you, it it gives you more reason. So now I I can't sit here and be like, okay, I'm I'm done with fighting. I'm you know I'm gonna go and pursue something else now, because someone like that who has invested their time to do that for you, you can't just walk away from that. And that's the same as your coaching. You know what I mean? Like um, uh, you can't just drop everything if someone's gonna invest their time coaching you. You can't just drop everything and be like okay i'm i'm done with that and i'll just go on to do this and that um so that's helped us all like the tougher brothers bam bam and and myself we've all now developed and gotten better and realized that oh wow this is um he basically got us ready for for now for this time now and and he's given us a, a stepping stone he's 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 given us a template to work off this is how you should you should hold yourself expect this without telling us without saying hey this is how you should be it's just showing showing us how how things are done and now i'll i'll try to implement all this sort of thing from rugby um i'm also wanting to implement a lot of the things that i learned from rugby into into the fight scene as well because rugby you learn so much um as a team and doing things as a team um that you can also now uh, um put into the fight scene or the in this in this team city kickboxing as well um or just my own personal personal um habits as well so yeah that's pretty cool and um so okay so then you started off with boxing and you had a number of 
professional fights. Yep. Uh, how many? What was the uh, what's the total number of, of uh, boxing fights? Boxing, bro, I can't. I honestly, you like, I think once it, once it, once it got past like ten, I yep. think I you just, just lost. Yeah, lost trials, yeah. Because I, yeah. I was fighting lots of um, corporate fights, mm-hmm. lots of corporate fights, and then that's when this was under the um, oh, sorry under um, Green Bay Boxing. And then that's when he realized, oh, okay, you should stop doing all these corporate fights mm. now. You're better than that. You can try to go, go professional. professional. Um, but even before that, while I was still playing rugby, my very first fight was an MMA professional fight. Really? Pro MMA fight. Wow. That was my very first fight ever. But that's with no training. That's with no training, no, no gym at all. And that's with me and my little brother playing the UFC game saying, okay, we'll try this, we'll try this, we'll try that. And I did that for three fights, MMA fights, three MMA fights. Wow. And then I was like, okay, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm, I like this. Yeah. I can't, I won't forget this time my cousin says to me, who who I'm very close with and I'm the closest with him, Greg. Um, he says, Carlos, I think this is your thing. He, he's, he's known me in my sport career, basketball, volleyball, rugby, rugby league, never said anything like that with, with this, but he knows that I was good at those. But he said, Carlos, I think this is your thing. This is what you're good at, man. You're going to be good at this. Do it. And then um, from there, I just never stopped, bro. I just, wow. But because of the MMA, I was like, okay, I'm a bit rusty with not all this. Nah, I, I'm winning, but I don't know how I'm winning. I'm just going with the flow. That's mm. just how I am as a fighter. Even to now, I, I like it's not very technical but it's everything is a flow and the movement and just going with whatever i i think at it the just time. comes to at your mind moment, and you feel moment, like yeah. at the moment um so yeah bro. Um, <laughs> and this was the one that uh, i think eugene was telling us about this as well because you he, he told us that you ha- you have had a number of mma fights previously but yeah. there was a little bit of issues trying to get it on the official record yeah because there was no, yeah. it happened in some rugby club or some like, <laughs> yeah. community club somewhere. Yeah. So there's no yeah. official record or, or mm. videos. But he said there was some. There was like, there's videos of it. Yeah. Like you in the ring and fighting. Yeah. and the, yeah. the There's the, a couple, the even in China, there's some in China too. Yeah. But well, the ones in China, it's very hard to get because you have to have some sort of channel mm. in China. But you can't just type on it because I don't think they work mm. with mm-hmm. Google and stuff yeah. over in China. So um, you have to find this, this uh, specific... This, this um channel in china mm. i've watched it a couple times and and i can't find it again because i need to have this particular i've forgotten it mm. i don't know what the channel is was. it is it like in chinese characters uh, right? yeah, you yeah, have to like, yeah. man how do you type that or yeah no what well, I, I got it sent to me i got <laughs> okay, it sent to a me. link sent to i got you. a link sent to me but ah, i tried okay. to find it again but i, I couldn't find it yeah I, think only, I don't know who's gonna be able it's to interesting it. you mentioned about china i want to talk a little bit about uh, your whole trip you did a, a your period fighting in China was that so for boxing or kickboxing? Nah, kickboxing. Kickboxing. Yeah. So, so obviously after your 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 whole period doing boxing, boxing. you shifted to yeah. kickboxing. Start training yeah. there, mm. and uh, you did this trip in China where you go there and you guys are like just fighting heaps all the time. Mm. How's that whole experience living there, fighting there? Well, for myself, I didn't. I was fortunate enough to be able mm. to get pick up a contract where I didn't have to live in China. Um, where I could come back home, see my family, and then go back over for a fight. So I got a, picked up a contract with um, with Lolo and um, and EM Legend, and um, they had put me down for I think it was mm, eight fights in the year or or more, like minimum eight fights in the year. And I tried to fight every month, and mm. which was really really good. Um, and I fought some of the some of the best guys um heavy, heavyweight and light mm. heavyweight 
um, divisions at the time. The very, fir- the very first fight that I had over there, I got my legs smacked at oh. max. And coming as a boxer, bro, you come yeah. in and you know you think you know, mm. and <laughs> but and then they start kicks, to attack your legs when they yeah. kind of see. <laughs> Sergey, Sergey Masoblejev, he's he was a really good fighter, man, and um, yeah, that was that was a an eye opener for me because although i had some hands and everything or everything just went once you he kicked my legs my i came back with my leg all black Oof. bruised up and i don't even know how i jumped on that plane but it was throbbing for like two weeks bro yeah and, and there's the other one that i heard is like uh, you know most of the boys at ckb have all done stints or uh, you know in china, in china you know israel bloods um and you have Davo, Sam, mm. and just a few more other boys. Yeah. Um, was that a, was that a thing at that time? Like all of you would do this trips there and fight. Yeah. And also the other one is I, I hear sometimes they fight like two times in the in the same week. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Hey guys, Ali here. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your love and your support. If you're not already on board, please do follow us on here and share it with your friends and family. If you prefer a visual experience, our videos are actually up on YouTube at the Ali channel. Please don't forget to subscribe, like and share and leave a comment or feedback if you like. And also you can follow us on our socials at the underscore Ali underscore channel for Instagram and on our Facebook page at the Ali channel. We'll see you soon and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Interesting story that I've heard you say before or somewhere along of there were a group of travelers who were on the same flight as you and they said that they wanted oh, to come yeah, see yeah. you fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty crazy. Was, like, the, they the, were actually going to... tell you the story? <laughs> nah, okay. Tell us, tell us the story, brother. Tell us the story. Um, yeah, so, bro, it was, it was pretty cool, actually. It was really humbling. I had... Um, I, just, I just jumped on my flight, leaving, about to leave New Zealand for China. And as we are getting ourselves boarding, I had a group of girls uh, approach me... Chinese girls who approached me and said, yeah, you know, have talk. But I was, you know, tired and I was like, okay. so they went back and then they come back again. I was like, oh, you play soccer? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I, went, <laughs> I went off the floor. I was like, yeah, soccer, soccer. But um, nah, they were, they were pretty cool. So I ended, mm. they ended up staying talking for a while. And then I was like, nah, I'm actually um, going over for a, bo- for a kickboxing fight. And um, and they'll say, no, oh, okay, because they went over with a group of travelers and okay. she was organizing this group. Mm. Um, taking them around, showing them things, and they said, "Oh, okay. So, where, what city are you fighting at?" And I was fighting somewhere in Ime, I think it was Ime in China, and then in Sichuan. And they said that it was okay. It's like a two, three hour fl- um, uh, drive. We'll we'll come and watch you. And mm. I was like, "Oh, oh, okay. Uh, all good then. All right, yeah. that sounds good." And we'll, we exchanged um, numbers mm. and got got each other's WeChat. That's mm. what they use over there in China. In China, because yeah. they don't have. Um, they don't have Facebook, Facebook and stuff like that. Nah, yeah, they just go yeah. WeChat. So yeah, I was, I yeah, we exchanged numbers, and then um, she, uh, I I gave. She wanted to know who who was organizing mm-hmm. the promoter and the all that. So and I, all I that. gave the numbers, and and they just did their thing. So I ended up so, on fight night, fight night, I ended up going to the to the um stadium. Walked out of the bus, and all you see is these all this massive group, heaps of girls just with um signs. <laughs> And I'm like, what? What is this? And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So they traveled by bus, three hours, by three hour bus, just to come and watch that fight. Wow. And then they left. Like, oh, like they just came to watch your just one to fight. Just to watch, you know, and then they left. And then left. And then left. Like, you know, and, and that was amazing how 
they you know they they got that group just to you know and then the support is crazy man it is it's awesome and from that day from that day i was like wow that's Mm. that's um that's amazing that you can have this sort of thing just from you know from a little chat yeah and that someone's gonna come watch you is that is that something to do with the law of attraction brother (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but But, uh, uh, tell us a little bit you know since we're on that um Tell us a little bit about this. I understand you have this thing with the law of attraction. Right? Law of attraction. Yes. Mm. Tell us about the law of attraction and uh, you know how how it, how you've used it in your life, how yep. it's helped you, and how everything's like revolved around this. Law of attraction. Like I think because well, I've been thinking about this a lot more now, it starts to make sense um, of things that happened to me when as a young, as a child. And I think um, when you think law of attraction, you tend to think that it's uh, something that you generally think about. But you, so when I like, let's just, I'll take you back. So when I was young, uh, I'll take you to a story where I was, um, uh, I think I was in college, and I'd sign books, sign books uh, in my in my room, cl- in my classroom. I'd just give them my autograph. Okay, hey, one day you might appreciate this oh. like just as a kid you know mm. just just thinking ah oh, yeah one day just just being an egg about it but <laughs> those those are the little things that kind of just get you your mind um believing mm. believing yourself and um i think one of my cousins had reminded me about this and this is how i know because she's like remember you signing like all these like all your autograph on all the, all of our books and stuff and i was like oh that's right like damn like that was so like so long ago <laughs> Like funny, funnier mm-hmm. that you know what I mean. But then there's heaps of other little things that that um, people have have uh, installed into your mind uh, with law of attraction. I do law of attraction now so much, but when you think about some so many other things that have happened to uh, me as a child and what has led me up to it, um, I believe a, a lot of the law of attraction happens from when you're when you're young. Um, so, uh, let's say a lot of, um, my mum, she made me believe that I was special. One time we were stuck, uh, at night, dark as had my little sister in the car crying her eyes. And then she, my mum went outside to, I don't know what she went, my car, the car was broken down and then it was so dark, man. I was scared off my nut. And then my little sister's in the back crying loud as and i'm even more freaked out we can't get the car going so then um my mom turns to me and she goes carlos i think you need to pray i think you need to pray and you need to ask god to get this car working i prayed and then it started working and from then i was like whoa i'm special like something in me just Mm -hmm. changed from that day on and i was like wow my god's listening to me and from then i started praying a lot more my mum made me believe it, you know what I mean? Mm. Even though, it, even if she may have just made it out like it was, you know, like yeah. a pretend thing, but yeah. I don't think she would have because yeah. we were there for a long time, like yeah. trying to <laughs> trying to get this car there, going. Yeah, there was a lot of struggle before that. So 100%. It, it couldn't so, have been a, a, yeah. a practical So maybe I'll ask her one day, but I, I don't <laughs> I don't think so. But from the, those are the small things, like that's, that's law of attraction working with mm. others trying to believe. So like for me, my son, uh, um, who's 11 years at the moment and I'm trying to put into his mind that he's very good at this he's good at this and this and that and it's just trying to make him realise his potential and you know and trying to help him out talking about your sorry man I actually put it on the on the wheel but um, <laughs> sorry talking about your your son uh, your 11 year old son yeah. and he's actually quite a gifted boy because for this episode for those who are watching 
there's a very special painting that's up there. And that's yeah. actually done by your 11-year-old son, yeah. which we were talking about just now and which, you know, we, we both can agree that we're probably never be able to paint something as good as <laughs> bro i don't know and this strikes me man because every time he paints he paints very well he's a very good abstract painter mm. but like even this like this is really good thought that he, he puts into it i went i came to training one day one time and i said to my little sister and him this is just a recent one he done last week and um i said to my little sister and him just do some painting and then uh, i'll come back and and then you know, we could see what we've mm. got. And he came, he comes with this and my other, my sister's got some really good painting too. But man, and I looked at it and I was like, wow, <laughs> how did you come up with this in the space of two hours? You know, and so like, I'm like, man, I could never even, and like, he didn't, he just come from his head. It wasn't really like, you know, just he wasn't looking anything. at anything. He wasn't looking or... at anything. He was just from, from his head. Straight imagination. Doing everything. Yeah. Man, so I think he's artist. a really good artist. So if you want to buy this guy's oh. auction it off, whatever, yeah. he'll be a, Famous, famous artist one day. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Let's put his Lamonte. For the record. Lamonte. Lamont Lamonte. Jordan. Lamont Jordan. Lamont Jordan. Yeah. So that's um, anybody interested? Yeah. <laughs> Carlos up and make uh, an auction now, man. Yeah. It's selling. It'll yeah. sell fast. Put, put put a price in, man. Put a price in. But yeah. man, it's it, bro. It looks really awesome. Yeah. Man. It's it's basically well because what I've I've been fascinated by the moon mm. lately, and I, I I think the moon is quite a big pull. It's interesting. I've been studying it quite a, quite a lot lately, mm. and um, for him to to do that also. Did you talk to him about time, it? Or? Mm, there have been times where I've explained mentioned it, some, mentioned yeah. it randomly, but not really kind of just put it into his mind, yeah. and um, and he just presented that, and I was like, whoa, that like it meant so much to me. Um, at the time that he did it, I was just I was just taken away from it. And I was like, man, I'm gonna celebrate that. So just show it off to everybody. Just that, just that connection that you have, you yeah. know, and like how he's just. Yeah. But when where did this like for him? Where did painting and getting involved in arts like? How yeah. did it come about? Um, well, so he he stays with his mom at the moment. So, um, I when he comes to stay with me every now and then, I've I used to stay just up here, actually, just up mm -hmm. here, and um. I'd, I've had this massive area where I just pull out the paints and I'd leave the paint there and um, whenever he wanted to draw or I'd draw, so I'd draw quite often. Oh, sorry, um, I'm not a very good drawer, mm -hmm. but I, I like to do abstract art. Just, and yeah. everything is just from the feeling, mm -hmm. from the motions and everything. I just put it on, on canvas. So I think he started to pick up a lot of that too. And for an hour or two, would just get lost in the painting. Um, sometime, I remember one time where one of my friends come up and he started painting with me and then my son come in and he, he, he finished it off for him and made it look so much better. And I was like, bro, <laughs> I was like, man. Now everybody needs a Lamont in that's their it, paintings, that's brother. It. That's nah, the yeah, one. Right. We're not going to copyright that thing. Eh? <laughs> you need a Lamont to your painting? Lamont is painting, eh? Whoa. That's the one. That's pretty cool, yeah, man. Bro. He's. I'm, hap I'm happy he's with this man, painting. He's a, he's a talented kid, man. I could see your kid, you know, yeah. your boy going places bro because yeah. he's a very nice kid man he's he's yeah, he's, and he's, he's real uh, timid he's, he's he's humble he's just he's it's a, it's a very handsome chill. good looking young boy as well very yeah. cheerful always smiling when yeah. i see him and yeah, uh, when true. i talk to him he's, yeah, he's really, a happy kid man you know yeah. and uh hey i mean obviously he's shy he's shy he, he actually he reminds me so much of when i was younger mm. um i was a very shy kid and didn't you know just everything was very minimal and everything so he reminds me so much of myself that it just it just brings tears every time every time i 
I, I, I just look at them as thinking, man, you're like, so it makes me want to use the, the law of attraction, um, towards him as well. Just helping him boost him, just help his confidence so that later in life he can, he can, um, take that in, I guess. Man, he's going to be a very talented, um, artist, bro. Like if yeah. he really carries whatever, on, whatever and, he you know, puts his, or his whatever that he wants bro, to, yeah. wants to do. Like, yeah. and that's the thing, like, this is just like the base and then you can apply this to yeah. a lot of other things, 100%. you know, and, uh, he, and he's definitely, and obviously with good guidance as well from mm. yourself, you know, and, you know, having, you've obviously had a lot of experience in your life, sharing that with him and guiding him, like, mm. I'm sure you can do a lot of things, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, just jumping back to where we were at previously, um, so when did you actually, um, you know, after the whole China trip and all of that, yeah. when did you actually start MMA or decided that, you know, I want to be training more. Sure. MMA. Sure. Sure. Um, my contract with China had come to, uh, I wouldn't say finished because they probably would have continued on, but I guess I wanted to focus more on my MMA now. I, I'd say la last year. Mm. So this is where I started to join the 10 AM MMA mm. sessions. MMA sessions yeah. And, um, and learn a bit more now. So, uh, yeah, I think it's been about a year and a bit where I've more focused on doing my mixed martial arts. But um, just just before that as well, um, well, obviously you are the two times king in the ring heavyweight mm -hmm. champion. Heavyweight and light heavyweight. Heavyweight so and light. Like cruiserweight and, and heavyweight. Cruiserweight and heavyweight champion. And I, I want to talk a little bit about that because that was in 2017 and 2019. Yeah, 2017, 2019. So th this was obviously before the whole pandemic and all that shit happened, but yeah. uh, which was last year. Yeah. But um, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about King in the Ring, and yeah. one of the things that I was or I was really intrigued about is um, how when you fought in the King in the Ring, there were some videos on um, I think it might be uh, the EMG Access, the Engage uh, YouTube channel. I put oh, it up. Yeah. I'll share the link of that as well. Yeah. But on some of the videos, um, they recorded and there was. At the fight, I'm not too sure if this was the first or the second one. Yeah. You actually had a, a piece of paper on the on the on the wall where you know they separate the the fighters, yeah. and um, on that wall there there'd be you would actually draw these hurdles. Mm. So there were three hurdles, and then there was the king in the ring belt at the end. Yeah, and that that really interested me because every time you fought and when you came back, you kind of crossed out mm. those hurdles, mm. and having that picture up there. What does it mean to you, Carlos? And what, what's um, for me? It's it's a visualized thing where it's you put it into a picture and you try and visualize what you've been seeing. So I've I've I would have put that for the last two weeks leading up to the fight. I looked at it and um, visualize going over those hurdles, the first fight, the second fight, and the third fight. Visualizing who I want to fight at the times, and believe me, it happened. Everything wow. just like everything just goes to plan. The more you visualize it over and over again, um, but this all stemmed from my rugby career, rugby union, and um, where I was playing for Roller Mills Auckland, and our manager at the time had put a big piece of paper exactly the way that that, that was how I draw draw it now. Um, where we're in a change rooms, so we're looking at this big piece of paper, hurdles of different teams that we need to beat to make it to the finals, which we won in the end. So that from there, um, that's where I got it from, 
from this manager who had put this up for me in the Roller Mills rugby team. So, Man, that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. And the the other one that um, Eugene actually um, shared with us a little bit about this was how he mentioned uh, in the uh, when you went for the first King in the Ring, um, there were some maybe small doubts mm. of um mm. of yep. winning the title you know you had a little bit of a little bit of self doubt in that first one yep. but you still managed to push through and get that done and yeah. he shared that when you went for your second king in the ring it was completely different Without so what doubt. changed mm. carlos um i guess it's many things bro i mean the first one i had still been fighting over in china for my circuit and at the time, this would be my first eight-man competition fighting in. First time fighting in New Zealand for a long time. And I was worried, like, am I going to am I gonna cake it here? Am I going to, um, is everything going to go terribly wrong? And, you know, I go and fight these amazing fighters over in, over in China. And then I come back and get my ass whipped over here. So that all those worries kind of got to me. Pressure. But at the same time, um, my mind wasn't where it is at the moment. It's not as advanced um, where I, uh, where I am at, at the moment with um, with mindfulness and 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 keeping my mind conditioned. Um, and I think a lot of that plays a big part, a very big part in my my career. So, and I've learned to 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 condition my mind before every fight night, every fight, um, because I think it's vital. It's very very vital. It's very key. Mm, that's a big part of it and he actually told us which was really interesting I liked how he said it as well when you went for that second king in the ring yeah there was nothing at all that was going to stop you <laughs> from getting that title yeah 100% see I by then by this time um, 2019 I'd been doing a lot of um, a lot of uh, mind conditioning and by then, I already believed, I already seen, I already visualized, I already, um, I've been through the eight man before now. And I've also had um, Israel, I've had um, Blood Diamond, um, you've had Dan Hooker, who have given me advice. Don't do this, don't do this in this fight. Go back and and um, and recover yourself, ice yourself if you have any, you know, uh, injuries or anything, mm. chill out. Um, but during each fight, I think um, on that second one, I had gone back and just because, um, bro, before that fight, I hadn't slept for two days. I hadn't slept for wow. two days, like probably got an hour of sleep within the two days. I was just my mind was running too fast. I was like excited. Like I wasn't nervous. I mean, you get you are nervous, but a lot of the nerves are like excitement nerves. It's like, I can't wait to then I get fired. I can't wait to win this thing. I, like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And my mind was running way too fast, so I couldn't sleep. So between every fight, I had to meditate. So I went back and I meditated and I chilled. I had to bring my mind back down to zero and just gain it again. Otherwise, it would just be like, Zoom, zoom, zoom. Everywhere. Everywhere. So I had to come back and condition my mind after every fight. Talking about, um, you know, you're talking about getting advice from Israel, Brad, <laughs> um, you know, you have Dan, mm -hmm. Kai and all that. How has that, like, you know, what what how, what does ha what has that done for you, you know, being in, in the team and in the presence, Eugene, mm. Doug Viney, like all these people, how has that helped you and uh, how do you, take 
the, all this like advice and things. Yeah, like well, I guess um, when you take advice, you, I guess you just, you take whatever advice you want to take in, mm -hmm. right? It's just like reading a book. If you read a book, you want to um, take in whatever you learn from that book or anyone that says something, you might have 10 people saying something to you. You listen to the one that you find that is more intriguing to you. So you're learning off everyone, but what you want to take in. You know what I mean? So you just take in what you want, what you think is going to work for you. If someone says something to me that I don't think it's going to work, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So um, I guess everybody, everybody, you learn off everyone, you learn off everything, you learn off yourself, you learn off books. Mm -hmm. everything. Out, of, uh, out of all these boys, um, who is the one who's been giving you the best advice so far? <laughs> uh, bro, anyone, everyone gives, gives so many, so, <laughs> much, so much different advice. <laughs> it's so hard to choose. Eh? You don't want, you don't so want to hard, choose on bro. camera. There's so yeah. many of them. <laughs> you'll, you'll tell me later. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, obviously with Eugene as well, yeah. um, I think um, he has a he has, he, you know, you've trained with Lolo yeah. and you've trained with Eugene. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I see a lot of similarities between these two. Very, very much, very much. So, yeah, yeah, and very like, much. I feel like, you know, it's just, Eugene's like the younger upgraded yeah. uh, version because obviously, you know, I mean, no offense to Lolo. I'm not saying, That's, you know, Lolo's uh, not good at all. Evolution. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And as a teacher as well, you'd want your student to be better than you, you yeah. know, to Evolving, do. Yeah. Exactly. And mm. when I look at that, I just, I don't know, um, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Master Splinter and the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you have Eugene and you have Doug and you have, uh, you know, a few I'm of the Raphael. <laughs> Very, um, you know, like, uh, I, it just reminds me of that, bro. How yeah. the master, you know, taught all these guys and then get them to go out yeah. and do all these things. Also, yeah, Doug's also been a really good. Um, I can say two things um, that Doug's just some things have stuck in my mind. One of them was before this fight that I lost against uh, the Russian um, Oleg tall guy. I lost, I lost the first fight. It's because I didn't have the, how he likes to put it, the dog. Bring the dog in you. Oh, that, so, oh, that fight, I, I know that fight. I know it. So that fight, I, the first fight I had with him, I didn't really do too much. I was just like waiting off him, and he was taller, so he was catching me a little bit more than I would catch him. Um, and on the second fight, he said, "Man, you need just need to bring your dog in you again." And the second fight, man, I just went all three three rounds swinging for the fences, <laughs> like like just. But I conditioned uh, myself for the for the, exactly that. I conditioned myself for three rounds of absolute of war. Absolute war. So wow. um, that's another. That's one thing. And then another thing was nothing ever comes free, Carlos. So <laughs> that's another one thing that he said. Like <laughs> nothing ever comes free, and that to me also, I I apply that to many things in life. Mm -hmm. If someone gives something to you, I know that there's never really anything that's going to be free. So you know, you're always going to give and take. I think um, in, in a way, he he well he. I think that's a good um. Uh, uh, moral or like I would say learning yeah. you know to have it's like nothing comes free yeah. isn't it? and he's well he was well he he was in a position where he experienced a lot in his life as well mm. yeah. and uh, you know he's he as much as you know when when people this is the other thing as well when people talk city kickboxing and even Eugene says this you know people talk city kickboxing everybody usually you know you relate that to Eugene yeah Nobody really talks about Doug Viney, you know. <laughs> and uh, well, maybe I, they're scared of Doug Viney. Oh, maybe, maybe. maybe you don't want to say the wrong thing. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you don't want to say the bro, wrong thing I've, about I've Doug Viney. I've been on the wrong. I've been on the receiving end, bro. 
honestly and it's just like you just you just shut up mm. it's like okay you don't want to say another word nah. otherwise it's yeah. like if, if Doug gets the way, bro. Yeah. If Doug gets angry just look down man <laughs> just shut up you just look, got this just take it man just take it <laughs> and clench your clench your jaw in case yeah. you get a punch <laughs> yeah don't laugh don't laugh hey, man if you laugh the more what are you laughing angry. at <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't laugh bro oh man but wow. uh man i love that guy bro he's okay. um he's a very knowledgeable guy yeah. and he he he's very he laughs a lot and he jokes a lot but mm. there's a lot that you can actually learn from him yes. and like i like to pick all the small little things from different people yeah, and exactly. learn and mm. uh, you know his his techniques his skills you know what he what he's teaching and sometimes like you know he might be teaching you like what you said you know the dog in you like mm. he might be teaching you all these techniques and all that but you got to pick out this stuff where he has that aggressiveness mm. you know he'll push yeah, yeah. and um, man you know he's he's set um you know he's he's set really good examples and he has helped in the molding of all the UFC fighters here and he has done his part yeah. but yeah i mean he doesn't he, he doesn't maybe he doesn't like to be in the light as well nah, i think yeah, that's the other one he, yeah. do, he he doesn't really just behind the scenes kind yeah, of yeah he's of thing. that he's yeah. that kind of guy but mm-hmm. you know yeah i i hope i do my part in letting people know that you know Doug Vine is i think that's is, a kiwi thing eh? they're like both Eugene and Doug they're just mm-hmm. behind the scenes they like mm-hmm. to just be behind um but knowing with evolving and evolution you kind of have to be the forefront just yeah, exactly. to you know lead and to share you yeah. know and, and and i and that's what like eugene was saying as well um i think it used to be a time where he didn't really come out and talk yeah, a lot exactly, and say yeah. a lot but he kind of understood uh what they have built yeah. what the gym everyone here has built and what it will do and how much it will benefit yeah if he went out and yes. talked and shared 100% so, and it, it, it it's done wonders man like um they are a lot and i can say this uh, i think it was it might have been kem 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 was kem. actually telling me this uh, when i did the uh, podcast with eugene and kem was actually saying to me man a lot of people going to be watching your channel now brother like he was joking and yeah. eugene was there as well but uh, uh, that's actually the truth because yeah. a lot of people out there around the world look yeah. up to eugene mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. much as you know yeah. we we only see a little bit but mm. the numbers the numbers don't lie yes. you know and there are a lot of people out there paying attention to Eugene what he's doing and to be very honest with you Eugene might have been one of the biggest reasons why I came and start training at City Kickboxing really wow was when, when when did you start at the City Kickboxing uh i think it was this maybe end of 2019 or start of 2020 when oh, i came okay. i okay. moved and started to train over here Beautiful. and i started training with Doug actually yeah. um but Eugene was the one who who kind of pulled me here wow was i was watching you know obviously you have like junior you have and i, I was very interested in boxing you know uh, at, at that period i was doing a lot of boxing and yeah. you know you have junior you have hemi and all that and uh, Doug but um I watched uh, some interviews that Eugene did I listened to him talk I watched him do certain things and I was like man lovely it's an interesting guy I like his techniques his way of how he does things and how he approaches how he speaks and I was like man I want to learn from this him or the group of people that are there mm. and like you know I am privileged enough to be in the same Hem- you know a part of the hemisphere well we're all uh, privileged to have each other in yeah. exactly mm. and i was like man i 
I just didn't want to let go of that opportunity. The opportunity was there. Yeah. I just had to drive. Obviously, I live a little bit further away from here. Yeah, what's well, like like an hour and a half? Yeah, about hour and a half, two hours. So, wow. I was like, man, I am not gonna let this opportunity <laughs> pass, man. Like, Good stuff. I, I and I was very, you know, I was very interested in boxing at the whole period, and I wanted to, you know, further my uh, uh, myself in this yeah. in the in the fight game, you know, and. Yeah. I um I started training with uh well, I started training with Doug first, yeah. and slowly I met all the other boys, and then yeah, and then I met Eugene and talked to him, got to know him, and all I can say is that, you know, when you, you know, I, you gotta give respect where respect is due, mm-hmm. you know, and when there is greatness like still available and around you, and you yes. can access, man, you gotta Take fully it. make use of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and learn as much, absorb as much as you can. You gotta be a sponge, you know. And that's the thing. Like, when, you know, sometimes as we get older, we, we sometimes we kind of tend not to learn and and be as a you know absorbing a lot of information or knowledge. Like mm. ego comes in the picture and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just I just wanted to be a sponge, bro, and learn from Lovely. all these different people. You know, yeah. in the gym, the coaches. The methods, the trainings, and culture like, is a big culture. Thing, yeah, yeah. culture is a huge thing here. You know, you walk in the gym and you practically like family. Bro. Everyone's just equal. Crazy, yeah, it's crazy, and equal, yeah, so. from you know, from you have from the you have the middleweight world champion yeah. who still talks to me and greets me, and you have the 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 guy who might have just walked in the gym yesterday, and they Same still thing. talk to you yeah. like family, man, and yeah. that's that's crazy. I've never experienced like you know I've been to a few different gyms and I haven't experienced anything like that. Lovely. Yeah. So City Kickboxing best MMA in the gym, <laughs> best MMA gym in the world. You now you know why, right? There's so many so many aspects of why it's the yep. best. Lovely, MMA bro. Gym. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's so talking about like uh, getting into MMA and all that. Yeah. So how many MMA fights uh, have you had, Carlos? Wow. Well, with the the one the first. Two or three that you started yeah. in the very beginning. Yeah. Um, damn. Close, numbers now. Close numbers. Ten maybe. Close no, 10. I th- no, no, no. I think it's um, I think it's been about s- uh, seven because I had um, I think it was one or two, um, like e- exhibition fights. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. exhibition fights. So, um. Right now we're five and zero, mm. um, officially. Officially, which is cool, man. <laughs> so it's it's good, it's good that we could actually put that on paper now. You know, just by mm. showing the videos that we have online, it's just lucky that we're able to find some of them. Yeah, because um, yeah, uh, Eugene was telling us, you know, how it's like at a total rugby club. Who <laughs> 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 rugby club? Eh? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, and. Man, I, I want to talk about your recent um, performance at the Dana White Contender Series. Man, that was mm. an awesome, um, awesome fight, brother. I, I don't know if I, I told you the story of when that fight, actually, I was working uh-huh. at, the, at the time when your fight was happening because it was, it was, I think it was during... Where were you on the oil? No, no, no. no, no. It, was, uh, it was here. Like, oh, okay. uh, yeah. So, uh, I think it might have been in the afternoon New Zealand time I can't remember exactly maybe oh, I, think, I think it was afternoon in yeah. the afternoon yeah. New Zealand time right so we were at work me and the boys yeah. and um, so with some of the the clients and all that so we are actually getting ready to do like a big you know not not a, not a big job but like a, a quite a quite a serious job bro. <laughs> <laughs> and so like we had all our gear on and everything we were ready to go 
and then like I had so I had I had my uh, the phone okay. and the fight pass was on it was in my pocket and on like loudspeaker bro yeah, yeah. so I could hear everything because wow. like we're, we're having a meeting now like I stood like a little bit further away from everybody so they couldn't Whoa. hear the phone so I was listening I was listening and then they started to announce bro your fight yeah. was going on and bro we had, we just finished the meeting everybody's like signed on you know yeah. two-box talk and all that everybody getting ready to go and as soon as they announce, I said, I'm sorry, guys, everybody, we got to stop. We're going to have smoke on now. I'll, I'll, see you, I'll, see you, I'll see you in a bit, bro. I'll see you in a bit. And I just shot, bro. I just shot off to a, a, like a corner somewhere. I put my phone on the table and I started watching. And some of them were still like quite lost. They didn't Amazing, know what was going on. They said, I didn't care, bro. I was like, man, I did. Like, bro, there was nothing that was going to stop me from watching that video. <laughs> Thank you, man. And uh, so I put it on the thing and I was like, you know, it was, it was quite funny. Um... Because I actually said to the guys, don't worry, it won't take that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was what I said. I was like, don't worry, it won't take that long. It won't take long. And um, yes, I put the phone there. I was watching the thing and uh, was that two minutes? Two minutes yeah, like, I think it was. Yeah, uh, two minutes. Or, yeah, I'm not sure yet. They yeah, said something like two, two minutes, 22 or something. Yeah. No, no, I can't remember. Two, two, 22. Bro. Some, something like that. Something like that. But you know what, bro? Like, I had yeah, I had this interview before that where I said to um, Jeff, I said. Like, I think I said 3.33 or, so, or 3 something. I said, bro, I'm going to finish him in 3 something, 3 minutes, 3.30 in the first round. I Wait. said it just just um as I was playing chess yeah. with Jeff. I said it to him like, just just real, I don't know, it just came to me. Mm. And, then, yeah, and, then, and then they said it after the fight, they said 2.30 and I was like, what? Yeah, and yeah, just, man, when, when, I was, when, I was, when, when I was watching the fight, man, I was like pumped, bro. And I was watching the thing and then that knockout happened. That was a beautiful knockout, bro. Like, and and just you know because i had that conversation with eugene and all that when he told me about all these things and when i looked at you yeah. walking out coming out walking into the thing i was like man this guy has the confidence of the world bro and like he know i i looked at you and we had a talk as well before you left mm -hmm. um for the us and like i knew there was something about this confidence that you had i know you were going to go there you're going to do it and you're going to pull it off Amazing. and when that happened i was like yo that was awesome man actually you know it was funny i actually wanted to see a little bit more but i was like okay yeah guys back to work now <laughs> and then uh, yeah some of the other boys were gone i don't know so i didn't find them call them back <laughs> get them back to work but yeah man that was awesome how thanks ali how did you um you know what was your whole reaction and especially that being like a huge opportunity for you as well mm. what, was, what was the experience like for you man well, bro, the the whole experience leading up, man, like definitely the the two people that I wanted to be there in the corner, one hundred percent, Brad and Israel. It was amazing to have them there because in the King in the Ring fights, I hear those two voices. Um, I hear them. They're loud. They're clear, and I respect the the voices. And it's 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 um it gave me so much confidence leading up um to the fight just them boosting my morale boosting my confidence um during the fight week being able to not even just just their presence as well their presence gave me that confidence their presence gave me the um, the knowledge the feeling during the fight and and um there was a point um there where one of the, where israel called something out and i was like okay cool that's when I know the flow was on mm -hmm. and it just happened. So that wasn't an, an amazing experience at all. When, when, as soon as that happened and we got the contract and everything, that was, that was great.
but I still didn't have like it was like okay that's good but I, we have this other this other um what do you call it this other hurdle now hurdle this other hurdle now that we need to get it's like that's done okay all good no time to celebrate really like I didn't really get to celebrate too much of it like I would have fully want you know wanted to or. Um, you didn't want to get guess, caught up in that celebration. Yeah, well, um, I guess you don't get too. Um, you always want another competition. You always want another, another the next big, challenge. Yeah, not the next challenge, and um, I guess that that just happened. Um, oh well, when I got back to New Zealand and had my two weeks quarantine, man. Which before you even got back to New Zealand, you guys actually were stuck. In yeah. the US for a while, and yeah, was it a month or so? About yeah, about five weeks. Five yeah. weeks that in you guys San were in San Diego because wow. you couldn't come back. San Diego, brother. Have you been? Because you've nah, traveled. I've actually that is like the one place that I wanted to go. That I didn't get to, but wow. um, how was your guys' experience bro, over there? Amazing, man. Amazing. I really enjoyed it, brother. Because it's everything that I ever <laughs> that I want. It's like beautiful weather. The sun. It, it's just it's always there and i went to see the sunsets quite often and i learned how to surf there and i met amazing people there and the training at, at artos gym was spectacular bro the amount of um fighters uh or jujitsu artists that were there um we learned so much we learned so much over there and and just to have not only that but to build um build a friendship more of a friendship with with myself brad israel and henry who joined us from from tahiti as everyday well. everyday champ <laughs> Osa. i haven't hey, i haven't he's like he's, know, he's the other one now. he's he's like the guy that like we once asked him this question bro who's the best um who's the best surfer in, in tahiti <laughs> Everyday <laughs> champ, awesome, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Henry, shout out to him. Um, yeah, shout out to Henry. That's that was one good. of the things. When every day, when like you look at his <laughs> stories, bro, there's gotta be that every catch, day, that catchphrase there. <laughs> yeah, he was so cool to have around, man. He mm. slept in my bed for the four weeks that we were there. Oh, four, really? five weeks that, bro, right beside me, man. Like, I swear, I see. That's the thing. Like, I had no time to myself, mm. and that's the thing. I love my time to myself. Mm. Um, just to, um, I guess that's why I had to get out uh, and just do my own thing at the beach, because mm-hmm. I needed to to come back and center myself after the fight. But there was not really any room for me to do that because I, you know, I was, yeah. I was I was sleeping in the sitting room, bro. Mm. I was in the sitting room with with Henry, and we put our, <laughs> our beds out. <laughs> And he was on the same bed as me, and I was. Like, he got his own bed. He got his own bed from Walmart, I think it yeah. was. And and then um, I was like, oh, cool. He's got his own bed now, sweet ass. But he was like, oh no, give me so back, so back. I uh, I'm gonna sleep with you. And I was like, oh brother, please. <laughs> and Henry is not a small guy. He's not a small guy, bro. Oh, bro, and he's on his phone just talking to the half of Tahiti, Tahiti, bro. Tahiti's getting calls everywhere from everyone. And and then just like, oh, hey, going saying hi to everyone in Tahiti. But uh, oh, he's so he was so good to have around because it was, it was another fresh piece of energy that you had. Um, but like I said, I never really did have my time to to um, to reflect reflect on what had just happened. So even when I was in quarantine, I kind of didn't really have too much time to reflect because I had some other things that I need. Like just I was 
looking, making gifts and stuff for Christmas and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I still had some time. So when I was in quarantine, I sort of sat down a little bit, got to revise and reflect on everything that just happened um, from the fight and winning that. But then straight away, it was straight into the camp leading up to this fight now that we have. Now. Current fight. Talking about this current fight, mm. you are facing, uh, what, how do you Kennedy pronounce? Kennedy Nzijikuk. Okay, let's say that again. Kennedy Nzijikuk. Nzijikuk. I think okay. that's right. Yeah, sorry if we butcher Brother, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect there. Um, but yeah, um, how excited are you for this fight, man? Bro, very, bro, very. Just letting, we're five weeks in camp now mm. and then we've got another five weeks five leading weeks up to ago. this fight so um at the moment it's more about um building my building my um uh what do you call it my um your weapons my weapons your weapons trying to trying to get my um my levels up again because of that holiday that we had in San Diego. <laughs> oh, bro, honestly, it wasn't a holiday. We were got smashed I, I, every single day from yeah, all I heard, those, I heard. from all those guys. But but it was at Etos. We were training there every day mm-hmm. with the guys, man. Yeah, they they were killers there, bro. Like just amazing, like effortlessly, effortlessly killers. But they all kept. The good thing is they all like there are so like so many really great. Um, jiu-jitsu artists there that they're keeping each other sharp you know mm. they're the whole gym they're all amazing now you know what i mean and that's what we have here man they've got, got like a whole lot of champions as well over there from what is you know exactly you, yeah. and like the obviously the the teachers there or you'd say professor yeah yeah uh, andre uh and um What's the other brother? The one who was here, uh, Matt. Was Josh Hinger. Uh, Josh, sorry, uh, Josh Hinger. Yeah, Josh Hinger. Yes. Josh Hinger as well. You know, learning from this guy yeah, is like man. man. And Josh, I think Josh Hinger, if I'm not wrong, he just went and competed and he got gold. He did, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, yeah. it's crazy. And you know, you know what? I was actually talking to him um, just before we'd left, and he was like, "Oh, I might just join this um, this competition." And I was like, "Oh, cool. When is it? <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks?" And I was like, "Oh, wow. Okay, okay, bro." And then later on, he wins it, and I'm like, "Bro, oh, that's, that's crazy." Up. He was talking about Mike wanting to do this thing, and he wins it. So. And it's can imagine his level, uh, his, you know, his yeah. skill level, and his but they're like I said, bro, they're all keeping each other sharp, just mm-hmm. like we are here, exactly. and we're keeping yeah. each other sharp here, just by not not by not by trying to smash each other, but learning and 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 taking everything from each mm-hmm. other. So, I wanted to ask as well after that um that fight on the contender series after mm-hmm. you finish, mm-hmm. there was that spinning. Bow and arrow. Man, I gotta ask, what? does that bow and arrow symbolize anything? Because I've seen it. I think there was yeah. some photos I've seen before of you and the bow and arrow the as bow well. And arrow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is there a story behind yeah. that? Or? Well, it's it's more of just, um, it was like a, a, a symbol. Or was it, it, was, a, it was more of like, a, um, you know, how you play Street Fighter and then there's like, <laughs> at the end. Nah, it was, it was, it's a trademark. Okay, so, um, for that fight, um, who's the guy for? What's his name again? I forget. Um, so, when I met him the first time, he was just a bit staunch. Mm-hmm. It's okay, just yeah. staunch. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, maybe he'll loosen up. And the next day, next day, oh, hey, how are you? Still a bit staunch. You know, and I, <laughs> and I, okay, sweet. And then weigh-ins. And then they started just still, still just being a little staunch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like, come on. Like, I'm trying to be kind, mm-hmm. real nice. And you, know, you can still be, be cool about as it. A, you, know, you know, you're a professional fighter. It's all good. You can still mm-hmm. be nice and you don't have to show that you know we're, we're aggressive have fun have fun yeah. while you're while you're fighting um so at that time i was like okay I'm cupid's gonna have that that's a cupid that's oh, a cupid. oh god <laughs> so that's uh 
<laughs> yeah, that's the one there. That's We're gonna save. It, I'm gonna cut that clip and I'm gonna use that, brother. Yeah, do it, do it, man. Yes. Oh, man. Okay, okay. So that, that was um, I so now understand the story. Kill him with that. kindness. That's Kill him with kindness. Yeah, exactly. Bro. And I like the I like that you actually said that in the um, the lead up to that fight. So there was that video that came out, and I, I it's just so true, bro. Like you know, everybody wants to pull off this like real rough tough guy image and I like you know a certain situation it helps yeah, it sells okay. yeah. mm. but you know what I mean mm. like you don't have to you know yeah, like yeah. Um, and yeah because like I mean uh, I don't enjoy beating people up um, and I respect that everybody's uh, taking mm. their time away from families I respect that my last opponent um, took the time in to have to fight me you know and so I respect that enough definitely so yeah. um, you know you got to give Shit yeah love man that's it that's it um yeah man so um back to the current fight now uh with kennedy what's his name right kennedy yeah, i'm not gonna say his, i'm not gonna say his last <laughs> name i'm gonna butcher his last name bro. people are gonna be angry at me but um so with this fight coming up yeah. uh what does this fight mean to you and how is it gonna you know yeah well this bro this is this is by far the biggest um and the most important fight it's gonna be an amazing fight of my mma career bro or my up career to date yeah yeah mm. up to date so um like i said five weeks in into the fight it's more about my building my fitness mm. building my fitness and then we've got another five weeks leading up to this fight this is where um the mind conditioning starts to come in now this is where everything where the body starts to fail Mm. and i need to p pick up my mental fitness now the mental fitness where i do my routines to keep myself sharp and um the mind will uh, the the mind because it's trying to keep up with the body will try and play tricks with with it so mm. um if i condition my mind at this point hopefully we'll We'll get um. Oh, we'll get uh, fit enough for uh for spider, <laughs> which is never the case. Eh? you never win in spider. So. Oh yeah, I think it, it's meant to be put you in that situation 100%. to kind of break you, yeah. but kind of build you build up you. as well. So every break time you just you. Yeah. elevating. I mean, my man. first my first spider was terrible, bro. Did you see? Nah, man. <laughs> if if you pull a video, from, it was terrible. I was like a a newborn giraffe. <laughs> a newborn Isn't giraffe. that Kim? It came the giraffe, <laughs> but bro, I swear, like I, I, I couldn't even hold my legs mm. up. I was just like, oh, and yeah. um, but now, like now, I know that, um, I've gotten better, mm -hmm. and it, it'll just keep getting better, Definitely. better, better, better. And like I said, if I if I condition myself during the week to lead up to this Sunday, um, then I should be fine. Mm. You know, as long as everything's done correctly. Man, crazy. That's crazy. Talking about all that, you know, the, the mental building and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I see you have your diary mm -hmm. here with you, and I've actually seen that a couple of times on a lot of, uh, you know, when I see you a lot of times, or yeah. even when you're on the videos, the feature clips and films. Yeah. You always have the diary with you. Why is it so important to you, the, the, mm. this, the diary? <laughs> and why why do you bring it with you? And yeah. what do you write down, brother? What do yeah, I write? You want to know all the secrets? No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Like for me, like eventually, I want to write a book. I want to write a book eventually. So, oh. I, I want to know that what I've what I've felt at this particular moment. I'll I'll write down some things that I've I've felt, so what I've eaten, how I felt at this point or whatever. Just random things, what, what I did, what workouts I did, mm. what I did to feel better in my mental state. Um, 
uh, some kind of meditation that I would have done or anything, anything just to build up to this a book eventually that I would want to write. But yeah. it's, it's really good to have this and go back, reflect. So it's when you write in your diary, when I write in my diary, um, next week I might go back and I might have forgotten that I had an amazing day of sparring and like, you know, I had such an amazing day of so many things. And I'll go back on some of the notes that I've done or, or some of the things that I've read or, or, or learnt. And then I'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, that's right. So it's like you're already writing your own book and you've, because uh, I like to read as well and learn of different books. And I'm I'm currently reading um David Beckham's book and that's Ooh. amazing, bro. Like it's full of uh, many things that I'd like to implement in my, into my MMA game. Mm. And um, uh, his story is really cool. So I'm putting little things in there that, that you'll, you'll take from just, just learning little things, like little notes that you can put on as well. Mm. So you're writing your book from other things. That you're Man, that's so cool. That's a, that's a, awesome habit to have and I, yeah like what you said you, all this diaries that you've wrote over the years you put it together yeah bro because I mean like like, like awesome, one man. thing is like I, I one time I was like man oh, like, I can't even remember what I had like two days ago of eating and then like I'll go back on and be like oh on January the 5th I yeah. had this and this and I felt like this and I did this and mm. I was you know so you can also remind yourself of of your your days and your days go longer and you feel like you're, yeah. you know what I mean yeah I may actually start doing that bro. Yeah, it's, bro. it's pretty interesting it's I, I never thought about it in, in that way there was a period um in my life um yeah. where I actually had um you know what this this crazy just the oil rigging period brother yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I was um I was on a on a break and um well certain things happened in my life I don't want to go into too much detail all about that but I was traveling around Europe yeah. and um, uh, for for a couple of months, and uh, oh, while I was traveling, I bought this this diary. I I, I was in Turkey. I saw this really cool book, yeah. you know, like a diary, and yeah. it had like this really cool um, like it's like cup carpety like cover, and like man, it was so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It was so cool. And I was like, man, I want to buy that yeah. diary, you know. Yeah. So I bought that diary. Yeah. And it was just like a book, man. And um, yeah. So when I traveled, yeah. I, every day I'd write mm. my story, yeah. you know, about like what I did and a little bit on what I did, but like more on things that have happened in my life and like, yeah. you know, what I'm doing now, my experience. Because it was quite yeah. a, it was quite a crazy holiday. So, I mean, <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I was doing things, I was experiencing, experiencing things that probably I, I can't say on camera, but yes, I was writing all of this stuff down, you know, I was writing all of this stuff down in the book and uh, man, I wrote a lot, bro. I just kept writing. Yeah. So I was alone. I'm mm. traveling alone as well mm -hmm. at that time, mm -hmm. so it was just me, my back, my my suitcase, my backpack, and your book, and my book, yeah. and um, you know, I, I was like driving around Europe, I was flying around everywhere, wow. I was writing all these stories, bro. Um, I think I got maybe, and that book was like it was decent, you know, it was a decent thick yeah uh, book, yeah, and yeah. I think I might have covered like I might have wrote a bit more than half close to three quarters of that book. Wow. You know, I just kept writing. Yeah. Because I was alone, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. and you only have so much things you can do in the day and yeah. I just wanted this time to reflect. Yes. And just like, you know, figure out mm -hmm. where I have come from and where I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, how, you know, what I'm going to do to navigate through this. That period was quite a tough period as well for me, I felt. But, yeah. Yeah. but man, I was enjoying life. I was traveling around Europe anyway. So, you know, I was, I was just trying to put all that into this book. Mm. And you know what happened? Like, I don't know. I think two, maybe close to like two months in, I lost the book, bro. Oh, wow. 
I that's lost. happened to me, bro. I've, that's happened to me a few times. Damn. I lost the book, man. And I think about it like sometimes, man. Fuck, I had so much on that book. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I could have like used that yeah. to write a book, you know, or to make a book. Um, you can always restart, because I think there's some pretty crazy stories in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when I think about it again, yeah. like I don't regret, like you know, don't regret losing that book because when I think about it again, it's all up here, man. Yes, okay. It's all up here. Okay. So it's just a matter of whether I want to access that part again. Mm put it in words yeah. uh-huh. it's there but man it's really cool so um you know talking about books what what are the books like uh would you give us some recommendations what books uh, do you think people should get into or, or read mm. up or oh i guess like a spiritual spiritual mm. side i think um, one book that got me started with with this whole um spiritual mindfulness and spirituality like i think we're all very spiritual in our own way but i guess it's, it depends on how you want to be how much <coughs> how much in tune you want to be in with your spirit but um, uh, the monk who sold his Ferrari, bro. That was the first book that got me, cause it's an easy read. So and coming, what, what is that book? The in? monk who sold his Ferrari Ooh. by Robin Sharma. Okay. Really good book mm. that got me started. I'm honestly coming from um, Otara boy, you know, who never read in his life, didn't want. Oh, like I, I, you know, never read, bro. I didn't like reading, and um, just like playing outside and just mm. doing everything practically, and um. When I when I picked up this book, it was easy read, su- such an easy read, and everything was um, there were so many things in there that that you could learn from it. Um, that was one book that I that I started. Ooh, on. Okay. And, um, the monk who yeah, sold his the Ferrari. monk who sold his Ferrari, and then there's there's many other books mm. that that you could learn from. Um, but yeah, I think now especially, um, man, I actually like you know I struggle to like sit down and hold a book and yeah. read. So that's why I'm like into audiobooks audio now. books. Audio books, yeah. You know, you hear there's um you know there's some apps that have like a, a summary of the book as well yeah and then i'll listen to that mm. and if that interests me yeah i might listen to the long form true yeah there's like the um uh i know like the little highlights say yes um, yes the highlights the book yeah. and they'll just try to summarize it what, what app is that one i think that one's um well the one that i have is called blinkist Blinkist? Yeah, there is Blinkist, oh, Blinkist. but um, that one was, uh, I think that was a bit weird. Um, I used that for a while and then I found this other one, Story Shorts, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, Story Shorts is the name of the app. Man, we're giving oh. like free advertising over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was um, it was a much cheaper alternative. Yeah. Um, and I think I got the one where you just paid like less than $10 a month, uh, a year. Oh. A year, bro. That's, that's nice. crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, that's real cheap. And then... So they have um, the short summaries and then there's the long form summary and then for some books, they have the whole book. Ah, okay, so okay. I'll just put that on play. Uh-huh. I'll maybe put that 1.2, 1.5 time speed yeah. and then I'll just listen. And yeah. like when I'm at the gym or whatever, or I'm training running or or you're driving, you know. <coughs> Another a reason why I like to read um, hard copy books is mm-hmm. because when you're reading, you're, you're hearing your own voice Ooh. and it's kind of remi- like, it's like a... It's like an affirmation. Every time if you're reading, you're just you're listening to your own voice say it over and over again, mm. or or just reading. Oh, is it something like? For example, that's why like, I like hard, right? hard copies. That's yeah. why I like hard copy. Mm. Um, no, that's why I like reading hard copy mm. books, not listening to because it's my own voice saying it, mm. my own voice saying these things. But I know a lot of people do like listening to audio audio books as well. Yeah. But one time I tried tried to listen to an audio book, bro, and then the the, the, the voice yeah. the voice was so annoying that I was just like. Ah, 
You kind of, you kind of, yeah. I think man, you are <laughs> I right. Was like, Shut up. There, there, there are some voices that you know, yeah, yeah. it's not as pleasing. You know, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Some guys, you not, know, it's just like one, one, one tone the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this this person goes here and he goes there, and like you know, you just lose your concentration as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and that's it for today. Ooh, you know, <laughs> they got, they got, you know, that's like it keeps you on your toes, bro. Like, what happened there? Uh, yeah, I think that yeah, that plays a big part about that as well. Um, yeah, so you begin to reading and I understand you begin to like hiking and and those yeah, stuff as bro. well. Tell us, like, like, like uh, when I was when I was young, I just loved being outdoors. So I think now it just. When you're out, I love to go out towards uh, the west, um, the Waitek Ranges, because Ooh. there's so much out there. There's so much greenery out there, and the energy out there, out the west coast is amazing. So I love going out there, just getting out in 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 the um in the woods mm. or in, in the in the greenery and just hanging out, bro. Just um, Man, capturing as much. Be energy. careful, those tigers don't come after those you. Those tigers, <laughs> <laughs> the cougars. <laughs> There's a few cougars there. <laughs> you just just go along for but now that now <laughs> now that we set this on camera, it's gonna be up on YouTube. They're gonna be there, Carlos, waiting for there. you, man. They're gonna hang up, hang a walk. So what day and what time do you usually take that? <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you usually do these walks, man? Can't release. Nah, I, can't I, release I, I enjoy. Too much I enjoy getting out, bro. Mm. Hiking is. It's like a refreshment for me. It's like a restart of of a long week or whatever. I I try to get out as as much as I can once a week, maybe, just to get, just capture a different energy energy than the city, mm. um, because you're so much intertwined intertwined in the city that you need to get out of it. Yeah. Well, one of the things that was really cool was the recent one that you guys did. Um, you all went out out west to Piha with uh, Woody, with Dave workshop. Wood um, yeah. from the um, Woody's Movement Workshop. Yeah. Shout out there to uh, Woody, Dave. Um, Dave Wood. Yeah. And uh, you guys did this program that he has. It was so yeah. cool. Uh, right. man, what, it, look, it looked like a... a Excruciating pain. <laughs> It was painful. Oh man, Dave! <laughs> but um, bro, how, how um, was that, bro, it was crazy. It was different kinds of um, different different to what we norm normally, you know, what we we normally do. And I think that's good because when we're getting outside of our comfort zones, and um, I think we'll be doing something like that similar tomorrow as well Ooh. with another group. Um, and with this one, we're at Piha and just in the water. Um, and then doing hill, um, dunes, hill, dune sprints and um, different kind of work and capturing that energy while we're there too. And I think just being there as a group brought us, you know, just brought that nice energy for the week, you know. So it was nice. It was nice to be there. And I think we need to keep doing that, um, stuff like that more often just mm -hmm. as, as a group and as a team so we can build the... The, the, the bonding. Bonding. The, the team bonding is one, but I think like... Man, mentally and, you know, psychologically, that has got to do a lot for you because that's not, you know... <laughs> it's different, bro, because, like, our it's body... Tough, by, by now, yeah. our body's already broken, you know, halfway through camp. That we're just... And then to have this extra little bit of uh, but, <laughs> bit of workout... Is, you, um, when you think about it, like, it's going to build you so much. 100%. And, like, mentally, you're going to be, like, yeah. you know, it's like a brick wall. Mm -hmm. Not even a brick, it's like a... A cement that all the sorry, like a steel yeah. carbon steel wall, like bro. Yeah. Break us, but build us at the same time. Oh, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I want, um, a little bit on um, you know, uh, you know, I just want to you know, since we're talking about team having that team bonding and all of that. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the you know 
I want to ask you, who are these these people who've like been a massive help um, in your in your beliefs and in, in all that you do, and how you know it's helped you to grow to where you are yeah, today? Yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit about uh, that. Oh, bro, this man, this can go back to root back to many people, man. Like like I said, I mentioned earlier with um, Massey Sachu, he was someone who took me under his wing, and um. Um, he he paid for a lot of things that you know that I couldn't because I was still in school, mm-hmm. and he would work and and pay for my flights to go to to the nationals yeah, yeah, yeah. and play with you know their team, and man I remember um, when I was playing for school, at Hillary College we were we were a, a big team Hillary College we were one of the top uh, volleyball schools and we did really well and I remember at all the Auckland and nationals that we went to play we did very well but every girl from 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 every school would come and watch us play we we were the pink bandanas <laughs> we were pink bandits we were pink bandanas our warm-up was to the vinger boys and um <laughs> the warm-up was to the vinger boys bro and every girl on every team would just come and just swarm us our, our, our um our sidelines just to watch <laughs> us just to watch us warm up and play and i wonder why it was such an amazing <laughs> hour, man. man like we we all did our bro i swear we spent like an hour in the bar just getting our hair ready doing everything <laughs> looking good making but that was the image that we had and that's what we had that we we fulfilled throughout the throughout our um, volleyball <laughs> career and in, 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 in school, bro. But um, we were known for that. Mm. We we're known for that, at Hillary, and that was that was such a cool thing. Was this the so, story you wanted to tell me about the that volleyball? That was the one, yeah, the, yeah. the volleyball one, bro. And I'll show you some photos of, of yes. our team, man. Yeah, the, S- send it to me so I can yeah. put it in the video so the guys can have a look as yeah. well. Just how just how fun. Like it's, it was such a good um, uh, camaraderie that we had there as a group, and just amazing team as well. Um, and that's also some things that I'd like to implement to my to my fighting career as well. Just just some different things that I want to take on. Um, but yeah, so there's been many people who like Messi who have been a big part of of my um, uh, leadership and for for my leading myself as a person and um, building me. Uh, there have been many other other um, mentors throughout my throughout my um, throughout my my life. Yeah, bro. Mm, yeah, man. That's um, you know, you always, you know, sometimes you always gotta, you gotta like, I would say maybe like ground yourself and remind, or or just remember the people who have got you to yeah. where you are. Because sometimes yeah. it's easy to forget. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Is, like you get is. to a certain stage, or mm. and then you start to forget. Like yeah, yeah. It's it's you know ego comes in and like you know mm-hmm. all that stuff. But you know if you if you look at like a lot of successful people. They always tell people, uh, you know, they share about the people who's who's helped them, and they mm-hmm. always give mm-hmm. credit. They mm-hmm. always give respects to, like yeah. we look at like Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. you know, and for example, how he always, um, you know, gives credit to his, Gus, yeah. yeah, to his, you know, his coach. His, his not only was like, uh, Customado was like his coach. It was like his father. It was like mm-hmm. his brother, True. his friend, like everything. Mm-hmm. He played all those roles, you know. And he always gives respect to that, and um, yeah, it's cool, you know, that you you share the stories about the people who's helped you, man. Yeah. It's it's awesome yeah. to to hear that. Um, the other one uh, I, I want to ask about is like um, you know now that you're in, this is gonna be your UFC debut. Yeah. You know, we all definitely looking forward to this, man. So much. Uh, oh yeah, man. And uh, but what about your? Uh, can I just ask like your if it's if it's all right your long term plans, man? Mm. What how, you know, 
I I for I feel like you've got somewhere in that diary you might have this hurdles as well, mm. and then you've got the light heavyweight belt at the end. Mm-hmm. So how how long do you think um you know you you get there or you want to get there or how do you foresee this this little journey as long as it you? takes as long as it takes I think um we'll we'll plan it as it goes and fight by fight because mm. we you know but I definitely have in my book you know, <laughs> the, the world the world title for sure hundred percent and that's but uh, but that that's um that's going off the basis that I'm going to work hard mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to amend myself to make all these things happen. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so everything's come, comes down to conditioning, uh, and, and trying to, trying to, trying to live up and learn as I go, learn new things as I go. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking about the, the light heavyweight division now, and everyone probably already knows you'll be on the card um, where Israel's going to be fighting for the light heavyweight title with um, yeah two, UFC 259. Yeah. And Israel's going to be fighting Jan. Yep. What is your thoughts on that fight? Man, perfect fight for Israel. I know, I know he's going to, man, he'll do, he can do whatever he wants with that fight. It's, it's in his court, man, and I think um, we were doing some drills yesterday, and I'm just like, wow, that, that's right. This is why he's <laughs> he is who he is, because um, we're just doing drills, and um, he was catching catching and doing things that I was just like, wow, that's his athleticism and his knowledge as well. He's very knowledgeable, and he's he got it. He's, he's got it. He's got it behind, it. and you can tell his um, relationship with you is amazing because they they know what they taught each other. Um, they want from each other, you know. If, if you say something, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about." So um, he's gonna do well. I think this is this is a perfect fight for him. This is gonna be. What is your fight. predictions, brother? Brother, this, we're about five weeks. I think this is. Uh, man, it'd be cool to see him do some um, use some jump jits, some jits oh. and stuff. That'd be cool, <laughs> eh? But like um, uh, man, I uh, maybe maybe like a ch- uh, check left hook. I don't Ooh. know. Yeah. I don't know because like, like man there's like a, you, know what, you know what's the funny one there's like there could be like a hundred and one different finishes that you, <laughs> <laughs> you get, it's a, nah it's this one no. uh, nah, it's that one yep and man like he, yeah. he you know he's he's a he's an unpredictable guy yes. man like you know you just don't know what he's gonna pull yeah. up next you know yeah it's so crazy um, but but we're definitely excited man yeah. we're excited for your fight and Kai Kai's well. fight as well yeah. man and uh, like you know, I keep telling on some of the podcasts I do. Like Kai just puts on like this fireworks, bro. He like, does, Ava. Bro, you see him? He just works. He works, man. He works hard, he works. and and he entertains, and he puts on a show, and that guy like packs a punch, you know, like <laughs> he does, bro, yeah. he doesn't play. I love his two man. His his straight two is amazing, or whatever bro, he's got. It's dangerous, like a- man. He just puts fellas out, bro, fast as well, you know. I need to learn that. <laughs> and, you know, and you know what's interesting? Like, uh, you know, when I, I see, you, you look at, like, Kai's fights, right? Yeah. And um, I, I watched uh, the last uh, fight that uh, Brandon Moreno, which was the second last guy that he fought, who fought for the title against uh, Figueredo. 
And I saw like what Figueredo was doing, like trying to push yeah. and come forward, mm. be all strong. And then, man, I just kept like, man, I really want to see Kai fight with this guy, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know, like but I know he has that confidence. Like Figueredo has that confidence. He feel like he's strong, yeah. bro. I I hope he feels what strong is, bro. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want walk him to into, feel what strong is, walk bro. Into Kai's two way. Oh, bro, that's gonna it. yeah. That will be one fight that that's I'm gonna be exciting. Man, I'm pretty sure that that fight is gonna happen as well in the yep. near future I'm nice. very confident cool. that's going to happen I'll, I'll look forward to seeing that man beautiful um, I, I have no doubt in, uh, in, in like his work ethic you know it's crazy as well yeah. and, and not just him like everyone in the gym you included you know Israel Brad mm. Dan everybody man like yeah. work ethic is just on another level yeah. you know and Amen. I guess that is why Sri Kickboxing has achieved the success yeah. that it has you know yeah. not only the MMA boys but we look at the boxing boys as well mm. you know yes bro Junior, Hemi don't Mube, forget you yeah. know like Bro, they're not playing, man. Nah. And uh, man, I'm because the thing is, like, they've they have been um, under a period of inactivity, you know, like, and especially now, you know, we're really close. I think four weeks out to the big fight, mm-hmm. Junior Far, mm-hmm. Joseph yes. Parker as well. I'm so happy that we we get to make that fight. Oh, so I know. we're gonna we're gonna know. we leave on the 28th. And we're, they Ooh, fight on the twenty seventh. We gotta so. watch it on the thirty seventh. Uh, yeah, yes, we all bro. gonna be there, bro. Yeah. We all gonna be there. Let's hope that um Jacinda doesn't doesn't. Uh... Oh, bro, don't 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 say don't bro don't don't say don't jinx him. Man. <laughs> no, don't. that's me saying it's not gonna happen. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but man, we're looking forward to yeah. that, man. Like um, I mean, I have no doubt Junior's gonna put on a performance and all of them. Hemi, Hemi, Nuve, Nuve, and man, the, is it is Jennifer fighting too? Jenna, I think Jenna's, oh, but well. Jenna's might be fighting on a different one. I think. Oh. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. And okay, okay. It might not be official, so I can't. Maybe I don't sure. want to say. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, they're gonna put on a show as well. You know, I was just talking to uh, Hemi. You know, talking about Hemi again. Like I was talking to him yesterday, and bro, all I could say is just he wants to hurt somebody bro, soon. He, hey, <laughs> he has bad intentions. Hey, bro, already. But, he nah. just wants to hurt somebody bad. Brother, no. man, this like when I seen him the other day, mm. um, the heat. When I seen him, the, it just reminded me of when I when I, back in the days when we used to we used to train, and that guy was when he trained, man, he was just he reminded me of Tyson, man. But every time I go, are you gonna be the Tyson? He's like, I'm gonna be the Hemi next Hemi. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow. But um, it just from just last week I seen him hitting pads with Doug, and I was like, okay, he's back. My man is back. He's on. He's got yeah. his mojo. The, and, uh, I see that. I yeah, see and the, the, the other thing that, um, you know, he's, we, Hemi is like this talent, right? You know, uh, but like in the, in the boxing world, I feel like there's so many other restrictions to entry to a lot of things. There's a lot of challenges and hurdles even before the fight, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, I don't know if MMA is like better or, or the structure maybe. Because mm. the best fight, the best, and it's kind yeah. of like you fight. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're active. Yeah, it's you very... keep going. You you fight the best guys. But in the boxing world, like there's a lot of these promoters. They're all political. sharks, man. It's very political. You got yeah. so many sharks. And then, you know, it's who has this cut and that cut. And, yeah. you know, just sometimes it's like, it, it you know, it, that, I think this is one of the problems of boxing. But like, you know, with everything, there's always all these problems, little problems. But I hope that he gets put in the right places and positions to showcase his talents yeah. against uh, formidable opponents, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that's the thing. Like, Hemi is really talented. He's really good. But he's got to be put against 
real challenges, you know, yeah. that he can showcase his mm. skill. Mm. You bring the best and you sh- also bring out the best in him. Like. Yes. And that's where I feel like, you know, it's it's in the boxing world, it's a bit hard, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a longer route, longer than, than MMA. Yeah. Like, um, you have to spin a bit. And I think maybe the other one is, like, places and locations as well. Like, I, you know, New Zealand is not really, that, like, big into their boxing, you know. As, like, for example, Australia, you know. Yeah, true, yeah. You just cross, you cross over, you look at Australia and, like, yeah. They're doing way more for like boxing and not only that, like, you know, livelihood as well. Because at the end of the day, when I think about it, like, at the end of the day, this is prize fighting. Yeah. You know, as much as this is the art, yes, mm. you know, there's arts, there's skills, there's entertainment, but this is prize fighting. People are fighting for their families, for yeah. their generation, future generations. Yeah. You know, you want to build generational wealth, you know, you want to do all that and you're putting your body on the line, you know. Mm-hmm. And fighting is a sport that has a it has a life, you know, a limited cycle, Cycle, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you can't be fighting when you're like 55, 16. Yeah. Well, you could if you wanted to, but mm. you know what I mean? So I just hope that he, he, you know, not just him, but a lot of other guys, they get put into uh, the, the right places and positions to showcase mm-hmm. and to, you know, get like the big titles and yeah. stuff like that. They will, know. they will, they will. I hope and, uh, you know, that's that's all we can try to work towards as well. So, um, yeah, anyway, Carlos, we've come to the section now. Wise words from the wise Whoa, man. Wise words. <laughs> wise words from oh, the wise man. The... Carlos, for the fellas who are watching, listening, what would be oh, yeah, some oh, good yeah. advice you'd wise give Wise words. Yeah. Wise guy. He's a wise guy. He's a wise guy. Uh, in life, uh, <laughs> uh, don't judge the book. Uh <laughs> Don't judge the, From the uh, guy who likes to read. Uh, don't judge. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that video? I want you to put that video up. Man, which one? I'll send you the video and yeah, just send me the link. You know what? In life, man, uh, uh, don't cover the charge by. Uh, oh, don't charge the the cover. Charge the book, I man. Don't don't book the cover. Book, I. Don't whatever. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, man, wise words. I think just just be grateful for life, man. I think that's that's one of wake up in the morning. You pray. You be grateful, and I guess live a life that um, if you were in your in your deathbed today, you would you tell yourself the question? What 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 would you say to yourself? Okay, would you say that you lived a fulfilling life. I'm happy that I've done this and this. I don't have any anger towards anybody. I don't feel that I have anyone who hates me or I feel that I've done enough in my life to 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 have a great life. To 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 put a great um um I oh, to put in uh, 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 <laughs> in life <laughs> yeah i guess just we were that, if you were put train, into your deathbed um today that just just know that when you when you're put in that position are you gonna say to yourself okay i lived a great life i was grateful and i'm thankful i i i love what i have and i i have a great family and i'm i'm thankful for what i have what i've what i've been given and um i've done a great job 
So that that's one thing that I that I read that uh, that helped change my mind towards living a fulfilling mm. life too, is um, like f- even for myself now, like if I'm, even though I'm training hard, like even just yesterday, I was out camping, out camping out up north, further up north, and I was I just stayed at the um, I stayed on I stayed on the beach there because I had to make sure that I uh, I kept my mind also, um at ease as well so i just stayed up there stayed at the beach there and just stayed and just camped out there and and then and then i come back this morning so freedom freedom just to give yourself freedom freedom tent freedom camping bro nah, that's that's what i did but now nah, I, I i guess you just you just got to keep a balanced life mm. lifestyle bro um otherwise just that reset a good balance yeah and that's that's very cool um um, which beach and uh, what time do you usually go? <laughs> but I, I tell you what, man, there's people gonna be taking note of all these things, man. <laughs> no, because well, we, we we went up anyway. We're up north with Fang, my boy as well. So hey, I had to, I, I ended up instead way, of instead isn't it that way that COVID uh, kind of transmission's going on? Oh, really? Up Fang, are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was like, I didn't want to drive yeah, all the way yeah. back at night. And I was so mm. tired too. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna camp. I'm just, so I was like, I'll just yeah. camp on the beach. I took my tent, Perfect knowing that idea. just in case. Yeah. Um, and, and it was cold, bro. It was cold. I'd imagine, And I actually bro. seen the moon the moon rise there too at the time. So last night was beautiful, bro. Beautiful, amazing. You, you mentioned was why you love to live a fulfilling life, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you, you kind of talked about that in like the wise words that you said. <laughs> the wise words. The wise words. Um, you know, fulfilling life and also living your dream mm-hmm. as a fighter. True, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, hundred percent. Just having a balance, eh? Mm-hmm. Having a balance, like I, because, like I guess, so I have my son, right? I've mm-hmm. got my son, and I've, I had him at a very young age, and that helped me to grow faster, and also to realize that it's not just about me. I have someone else who I need to represent, or or to help take to, care of, take care of, or mm-hmm. to be a role model to. Um, so that took away a lot of my selfishness. A lot of it we took away a lot of that, and it helped me to um, think that there's more to to life. Mm. And then, and th- with that, with that said, like um, yeah, I love to to live my life and enjoy going hiking and doing things, but also making it happen, trying to make it happen. Um, I I won't consume myself to one thing in particular. I'll try, like I said, if you're on your your deathbed, are you gonna say to yourself? I lived a fulfilling life. I think I've done what I wanted to do. I'm happy. I won't be fearful of dying. You know what I mean? So live to that point. Um, yeah, bro. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, this one's a little, it's a, it's a new thing that um, I, I wanted to try. But um, this, this little game that I want to do, I'm going to say some names. Mm-hmm. And I want you to describe the names that I say with one word. How you would describe this person? One word. If you, <laughs> if you could use one word to describe this people, right? Choose one word. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna say a few names. One word. How do you How do you start though with those things? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> let me. Let me. It can try. be whatever. It can be whatever. Okay. Okay. So first name, Eugene Behrman. One Mind. word. Mind. Israel Adesanya. Champ. Brad Riddell. Egghead nothing. <laughs> chess. 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 He, boy, he, he, we, he, um, we played he, a lot of chess ooh, every is day. Is he the chess champion? He's the, he's the oh, champ. Has, has he played against Kevin? 
Kevin Juicy. Juicy. They might need to have a go. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's uh, okay. Yeah. Kevin Juicy. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'll be back. Hey, he's he's that guy that's just like mm, stern face. Mm. Cameron Ralston, Spider. You get caught in his web, eh? he's just you know. Kaikara France, um, Styly, very Styly. Dan Hooker, bully. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. The reason why I said it, I did one spider ages ago and he just smashed the heck out of me one time. And I was like, brother, this is my first time. Um, okay, how about Robel? Um, very smart. Smart. Doug Viney. Ouch. <laughs> Doug, ouch, Viney. Oh. Junior Far. Junior Far. JFK. Hmm. Yeah, there, JFK. JFK? Why JFK? Oh, I don't know. I just gave JF Junior Far. No, I just, I just <laughs> call him JFK. I, just... I see. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's that little section that I want to... Uh, I'm going to use that clip Man. as well now. You might have some better ones other than my ones. <laughs> I don't know. My mind takes a bit longer to... <laughs> Generate one word. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, Carlos, um, mm. just last one before we go. Do you want to give any shout outs to anybody else? Any sponsors, people who helped you? Yeah, of course. Of yep. course. A big shout out to everybody. Everyone that's been um, been a great help and and motivation and love to me, support to me, being great to me. Um, I have not forgotten for sure. My family, my friends, my 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 partner, my my son, my my beautiful um, uh, people that I meet along the way. My sponsors, um, spontaneous marketing concepts, um, Musashi, and and the many more that will come my way. That's for sure. Um, Big love, big, big, big. Um, hey, you gotta ups to your. You gotta hook me up with some of the Musashi stuff, man. That's the Musashi, yeah, you like the Musashi? Pretty, bro, it's pretty good. Eh? They're actually pretty, pretty good, good, bro. Yeah, I, I really, awesome. um, I've been having the uh, intro workout as a, uh, like a Ooh, lot now yeah. lately, and I had, um, yeah, I'll, I'll bring something, bro. I'll, I, I usually just actually leave it in there, bro. Oh. So you actually help yourself in the cupboard. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. There's yeah. heaps. Okay. There's in the cupboard. Oh, awesome. There's, yeah, there's some. In the cupboard. Yeah, so Musashi and uh, is a few other sponsors as well. Who... Yeah, spontaneous marketing spontaneous. concepts. That's oh, they've been nice. they've been around with me for a while. So yeah, thank you all. Man, thank you guys for uh, supporting Carlos, man. Like yes. uh, to get him to where you are today. Anyway, Carlos. And thank um, you, brother. Brother. Thank anyway, you, Ali. Before I wrap this up, Carlos, I just want to say thank you so much for your time, man. We like what two hours in wow. and two hours awesome, bro. Like we brother, just we just went. I didn't bro. even think we I just could, went. bro. I could I didn't think I could talk for one hour. <laughs> I swear, bro, you can't get me talking bro, very much at you, all. You gotta have a skill, eh? You know, you gotta have a skill to get people talking. <laughs> bro, you know what I swear. <laughs> and, that, and these are not one of my skills. But really? I guess it's easier when you're someone that you know you, you, you can, can communicate yeah, with. Yeah, man. Know. And man, I really appreciate you taking out the you know the time of your day of your weekend. You know, you could be with your family, but you're here yeah. doing this podcast with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, man, I look forward to um to 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 watching your your upcoming fight. But uh, not only that. I, just, I look forward to seeing all the other stuff that you're gonna go do outside of the octagon, mm. outside of the UFC. Mm. You know, I just I, I I I like to with a lot of the people that I do you know the podcast with. Like you know, there are people that I meet that I know. I can see certain things. Mm. I can foresee you know, and I foresee that you're gonna do and you know some a, a lot of cool that's, stuff that's, outside that's of the, the law of attraction working right there, brother. 
Hey. You know, you know, yeah, man. Like I, I can see, I can see you, you know, you. doing a lot of big stuff outside of like the UFC as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, man, I hope to see you, you know, in the near future with that. You know, well, uh, Izzy's gonna have their light heavyweight belt soon, but um, you know, at some point, I hope to see you with that light heavyweight belt soon as yes. well. Maybe even the heavyweight belt. Who yeah, knows? Bro. Who mm-hmm. knows? And uh, you know, um, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna be a man, a, a great example, role model. Uh, teacher for your son um, who's got this amazing, amazing masterpiece amazing. here which uh, is up for auction guys so yeah. anybody interested you know he's gonna be he's gonna be an amazing up. artist so, definitely he's gonna be a name he's gonna be a name to remember you know Carlos Alberg starting and, at uh, starting at a thousand dollars oh, oh New thousand Zealand dollars man we're putting it up there already <laughs> boom but yeah man Carlos uh, anyway thank you very much Carlos and uh, we'll wrap it up there. My thank brother. you very much, brother. Thank you, Ali. All right, guys. If you stayed this long, thank you very much for watching. I'm sure this particular episode, you guys are all here right till the end. You! But, uh, <laughs> as, as the surfers will say, Nali. Every day, champ. Every day, champ. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you on the next one. Boom. Hey, guys. Ali here. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your love and your support. If you're not already on board, please do follow us on here and share it with your friends and family. If you prefer a visual experience, our videos are actually up on YouTube at the Ali channel. Please don't forget to subscribe, like and share and leave a comment or feedback if you like. And also you can follow us on our socials at the underscore Ali underscore channel for Instagram and on our Facebook page at the Ali channel. We'll see you soon.